Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. We're back with uh, <laughs> Noah Overton, our host. Take it away. <laughs> How's it going? There we go. We're back with How We Seize It, episode 136. Uh, that was a crazy opening. I was not ready for that one. Uh, this week, we're... No, no, it's okay. I was waiting for the thumbs up, but it's all good. Uh, it, we got to mix it up every once in a while. We're mixing it up on this one because it's been about uh, a good year and a half since we, we talked about Orville. Uh, and uh, it's yeah. back. It's yeah, back, baby. I think when we started our podcast, uh, they were they had finished up season two, and we haven't seen anything new since. Yeah, since well, we and we were right on top of that too. That's our some of our early episodes in the top, early '30s, for sure, is when we started covering those. And and I think one of my favorite things that we've ever done, essentially, uh, you know, originally we started talking about Picard, and then it worked in itself into Orville, and then it, it was like, hmm. Who would have thought Orville would have been better than Picard? <laughs> <laughs> well, Orville well, takes, is. you know, it gets its um, its origin is probably from Next Generation, which, which is kind of the origin of Picard, too. But yeah, uh, Seth MacFarlane certainly took it in a more uh, a, a more satisfying direction than, than, right. than Picard did. So. Well, like Steve said before we got all going here, is uh, uh, I'm Noah. I'm one of the main hosts on this, and and with me as always is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hello, everyone. Good to be here. <laughs> and uh, here on How He Sees It, uh, we we uh, do a review, not review podcast, but discussion podcast on different shows, uh, movies, uh, whatever it is we we want to talk about. Sometimes it's beer, uh, but one of the things we always seem to do on these is we drink. And not only do we drink, but we we pair uh, pair a cocktail or or whatever we're having it's to thought, whatever we're. It's thoughtful just... drinking. It's not just too drunk. Oh yeah, no, it's not just the... to get drunk. It just usually happens. I, I wouldn't even say get drunk. We get we no. get uh, libation, liquid libation enough to uh, let our our uh, thoughts flow uh, without restriction. Yeah, I, I've learned yeah. not. I've not. I've learned not to bring the bottle to the podcast. Instead, I just bring <laughs> a glass, and uh, that does me just fine. <laughs> yeah, you bring the podcast to the bottle, not the bottle to the podcast. That's what it is. Uh, but yeah, like that. Uh, no different. We're going to do that today. Uh, this, like I said, we're doing uh, Orville season three. We're we're going to tackle the first three episodes. Um, Realistically, I, I think each one of these episodes is almost good enough to have a, a full podcast dedicated to at our normal length, right? Uh, uh, th there's there's one or two for sure. There's there's a lot of things with it. Same with with the Orville from before. They like to tackle some really good issues, so there's a lot of discussion possible. Um, but before we get to all that, uh, we're we're going to talk about our drinks, and I'll let you go first, Steve. All right. Well, mine was actually inspired by. Uh, the third episode of season three, which actually I don't, I don't believe it's called season three. I think it's called New Horizon. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> it's still season three. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't. <laughs> um, but uh, at the end, you know, it's, it's funny that I'm, I'm bringing up the, the very last uh, scene of, of the last episode that we're covering. Uh, so it does feel kind of like a spoiler. But he, he has, his, he delivers this great line when he's, he's visited by, by a. Um, a a being that is almost 
uh, created by their own their own past endeavor, you know, explorations. Uh, but uh, this being is. Uh, attained immortality and is using the the crew of the Orville to kind of uh, get a better understanding of death so they become less complacent and uh, I love I love Seth MacFarlane um, uh, Mercer's line he says I, I wrote it down he says well I'm glad you got your existential rocks off but the fact is you put us through hell um, th this idea of uh, putting your existential rocks off uh, just got me excited so I looked for a, a, a a cocktail that was uh, named close to that. Well, I found one called the existential crisis. And, and it's funny too, because right after this scene, they actually uh, uh, share some drinks uh, with the four of them that were exposed to this. Oh, right, right. Uh, yeah. To this world. And they, they share their own thing. So it, it all almost seems like I'm, I'm, I'm bringing my own drink to that, uh, <laughs> to that conversation, but uh, it's a, it's a cocktail called the existential crisis. And it's actually put out by a, um, sparkling water uh brand called recess and i couldn't find that it's a it's a it's a hemp infused uh sparkling water and i did find another brand at bottle barn called uh quattro quattro but again okay. it's carbonated water distilled hemp concentrate um the the existential crisis cocktail calls for um Oh, did I even write it down? It's it's a one and a half ounces of gin. Um, a, right up your alley. Yep, half ounce of Campari, which uh, so we're looking like we got a Negroni going on here. But but for for rather than having sweet vermouth, we add some uh, lavender syrup, which I happen to have some lavender syrup from back in the day when we did the the uh, podcast on um, oh what was it the one that had the Prince World. Um, Oh, that, that was uh, that was Ready Player Two. Yeah, Ready Player Two. That's right. And I had to do a. I did one based on lavender because that was his big color, color scheme going for Prince. Um, so I had some of that, and also this this uh, recess sparkling water. So I substituted it with a Cointreau, uh, uh, blueberry. I get. I think the one that uh, the recess one was a blackberry. But I also, oh, when okay. I, you know, I, I also uh, added some slow gin because when I was going through the gin. Looking for my uh, uh, a brand. One of my favorite brands is uh, is Spirit Works, but um, I wanted something that was going to add to that berry berry content that this uh, cocktail seemed to be um, surrounding. So I decided to add an ounce of slow gin to it as well. And the uh, gin I used was a, a Death Door gin, which I thought was pertinent to all these episodes that we've been. That, these first three episodes all deal with death, um, and uh, so I thought that was. That was an interesting choice to 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 pair with a, a death door gin. So uh, it it comes across as surprisingly refreshing. I I thought it was a little too lavendery. So I <laughs> after, after I mixed it, um, I had added one ounce of slow gin on top of it, and uh, but I ended up adding about two more ounces to the oh, <laughs> to the cocktail. Oh man, slow, slow gin isn't so is, quite isn't isn't as potent as, as like gin. It's right. like about so uh, it was real lavender if you had to go with that much. Yeah. Uh, well you also have the Campari, which is it, so it was a bitter without the sweet and I so but I like it a lot more with the extra slow gin. So really okay. I I've drowned it with slow gin, which is the one ingredient it didn't have in this in the in the first place. But yeah. <laughs> rather rather than call it an existential crisis, I called it an existential on the rocks because kind of based off of his uh his uh, line getting your existential rocks off. So should it should have been the ex existential cum shot. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> well, getting your rocks off, right? Okay. So it's, it's, <laughs> I okay, mean, there we go. Well, down the hatch then. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, as long as it's slow, Jen, you know, work up to it. Don't don't just you know get right on it. Um, that's interesting. That's cool. I, I like how you went. With that. Um, I went with a a drink based on uh, the first episode because uh, it it was it's kind of what got into my brain and and what I was thinking a lot. And I, and and I started listening to a few podcasts. There's not a ton out there, but there were a few that that uh, tackled some of these and, and some very interesting ones actually. Uh, some. Some ones that, uh, you know, I know we talked about this uh, the other day because we hung out uh, for 4th of July, but, you know, there was one that just really was like all praises, you know, oh my God, couldn't, you couldn't be any better kind of thing like that. But they talked about a lot of the issues in it. And then there was one that really the two guys that were doing it didn't like it and one so much so that he is going to stop being on a podcast about Orville and probably not watch another episode. Oh, he was wow. so yeah and and it was very interesting listening to to his reasonings i didn't agree with most of them but it it was it was it was actually interesting listening to what he why he was so upset uh about it uh it was it was from the um pandavision or something uh th there's not a lot of them out there but it's on pandavision i think is what it's called uh but the, the, the main gist of uh, that episode one is uh, suicide, essentially. Sure. And, and yeah. you know, you know and, and, you know, almost all the ones I, I listen to, they're like, yeah, we, you know, just letting everybody know we're trigger warnings and just that because we're going to talk about this. And so, you know, if that's if that's, you know, for you and that's, you know, that that is a trigger for you, uh, you may not want to listen to this because I'm sure we're going to talk about it a little bit. But anyways, uh, so I started thinking about that and. and Every time I really started thinking about it, the main thing that kept coming back into my mind was the theme song from MASH. Suicide is Painless. Uh, yeah. Suicide is Painless. And, you know, uh, incredible song, uh, just a melody that is, it's, you know, in your head. If, you, if, you, if you've ever watched MASH long enough, you know, I watched a ton of it as a kid and just one of those somber songs too. Just, did, you ever, did you ever see the, the movie? Yeah, because the movie uh, had the lyrics. I, I I have seen I have seen videos of the and and heard the lyrics and uh I interesting enough because I was doing it I I looked it up a little bit so originally that song was written just for one of the scenes in the movie that was uh, uh one of the soldiers or something committing suicide and so they were telling him that they wanted this song but they wanted the lyrics to be like ridiculous they didn't want it to be a serious like they really wanted it to be a shitty song kind of thing lyrics wise the guy could that was composing it couldn't do it he couldn't like make a bad song essentially so he had his <laughs> like eight-year-old son write the lyrics and apparently the the kid did it in like 10 15 minutes is like yeah here you go and so <laughs> that's that's the story i read today about that song but wow <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. But anyway, because of that, you know, the, the whole uh, suicide is painless, uh, which, you know, I, I, I don't agree with the statement. Uh, I, I believe, actually, it's it's very painful to a lot of it. But I think suicide is, is a, a way out, uh, what people would call a painkiller, essentially, right? They're, they're, they're taking themselves away from the pain, which then got me to thinking about drinks, and I thought of painkiller. <laughs> right, uh, one of a, a a beer essentially that I really really like, 
but I had most of the ingredients just because my, my daughter had bought two fresh pineapples not too long ago and they needed to be cut up. So I was like, oh, well, okay then. Since <laughs> I have this fresh pineapple, let's let's do this painkiller. So I went and got some uh, a nice uh, dark rum. I ended up with it's like a plantation rum. Uh, it's it's a it's like the low end of the one that you got me for my birthday. Uh, okay. Long time. Yeah, you got me like a nice thirty year old one. This is like their. Uh, yeah, no, we're we're just gonna take the drippings off the good stuff and put this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's better than that. But it's it's a it's you know just a regular off the shelf rum. Uh, two ounces of that. Four ounces of pineapple juice, which, you know, I had that fresh pineapple. I love pineapple. One of my favorites. My wife likes pineapple. So it's just one of those, just going to keep that all, uh, you know, get as much pineapple as I can. And then an ounce of OJ, which I had, and then an ounce of uh, the cream of coconut. Throw it in a shaker uh, with some ice. Get it nice and cold. Shake it up. Pour it over crushed ice into a nice glass. And I have the nice little garnish of the, the pineapple wedge. So. Nice. So you, that's freshly squeezed pineapple juice? Is that? No, no, I didn't oh, try. Okay. And I did. I, I, I'm not. That, that's a lot of squeezing pineapple. I, I wasn't sure how much. What the? You know, how much? How much juice you can get out of it? If it's, it seems. Uh, well, you can get a lot of juice. I just don't know if you can hand squeeze pineapple to get the juice out, <laughs> like you can an orange or a lemon. Right. Uh, you can. I think you got to put them through like juicers, like you would like a, um, you know. But they, they, I mean, a lot of juice, and this pineapple is is great. It's like. It's literally on on the the verge of almost to the point of like if we waited another week it'd be overripe. Oh, okay. So it's just juicy and sweet is crazy, like lots of sugars and stuff like that. Really nice, flavorful, sweet drink and stuff, and and the, and the rum really carries over on it. So this is this is to the the painkiller, you know, for for this episode. You know, back to uh, the podcast you were listening to, where the the gentleman said that he was no longer going to be doing podcast anymore on 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 orville or just he's he's basically not going to podcast on orville on so it, it was, just just on orville what do you think of that i mean i i i, I haven't listened to it so i it's it's kind of i i think combat, it, but but it, uh, but but drawing a line like that and basically saying uh you know at least at least they're talking about things they're they're bringing so things up for discussion but, yeah that was his biggest thing was is he he was so upset and torn with the way they treated uh you know suicide and and uh you know he had a very different opinion of of how it's treated and and um very much not the normal thought process too very much into uh assisted suicides and things like that right um and, and and I understand that, and, he, and apparently he's also a, a trans male, um, has had his own his own issues with suicide, like I guess attempted suicide and all this. But it was one of those ones that he didn't he didn't like what Claire had said about you know I can't even remember the exact quote, but said something about you know uh, you don't uh, you oh it was the they can't tell the uh, present from the future. Right. And it's, you know, they right. don't know what's going to change tomorrow to make it better. And, and it, it can always get better. It was very much on the, the fact that, like, you can't say that because this, you know, he, he had this very much of this mindset of almost like you can't tell people they, they can't kill themselves, which I I personally I was like, you've got the most fucked up idea on this I've ever heard. Like, I, I'm, I'm fine with the, the assisted suicide for like elderly and in pain and things like that. But like it was almost like 
he 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 had this analogy that uh, was like, say you're at a party, right? And it's it's not a great party. You're not having a lot of fun, but your friends keep telling you, oh wait, it's gonna get better, and they just keep telling you that, and you're like, no, I I want to leave the party. So his analogy for leaving the party is is death, you know, because he's just not having fun and he's not enjoying himself. But people keep telling him it'll get better, and I was like, you know, the thing with suicide and death and stuff is, you you don't ever get to take that back, right? You don't ever get to change your mind. You, you, you know, and so I, I get the idea of that, like, yes, life is hard and, and, and you know, it, things aren't always great and there's a lot of reasons to, to not enjoy what's going on, but to the point where it's like you just don't want to do it anymore at all, really a kind of a, like, I don't know, I, it, to me it's just a, it's a bad idea. It's a, on it's this, a tough it's, topic to talk, talk about, too, because, because you know, once you, you mentioned something like, like suicide and, you know, people have been prosecuted for not doing anything for, for someone who's committed suicide or kind of like egging them on or because, because it's, (laughs) you know, it's, and so, you know, when, when someone comes to you reaching out or for some reason and says, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm contemplating suicide, you know, what, what obligation do you have to to deal with that do you you know do you have the obligation to the report to report them to 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 the police to to uh to communicate uh-huh. with them because because it's not an easy conversation to have if you just say oh suicide isn't worth it come on you know you're, you're kind of giving them platitudes and stuff like that that's not that's not dealing with what the real issue is and and so right it, it's i i i'm i get concerned that people who have been prosecuted for for letting people commit suicide don't necessarily uh, I don't know if I've hard. ever heard of anybody Oh you have okay you know I, not, I know not, like like text messages for... and stuff like uh, where where people have have killed themselves and and you know someone on on the other side of the of the text is now, saying you know go for it I've but, heard that well okay that's a different that that's different than not like getting one and and not doing anything about it but I, if you're encouraged I have heard about the encouraging ones where yeah, you're well where you are taking almost an active role what I, what I yes and it, but it's hard to judge that because sometimes it's it's how we converse with people how if we want to get through with uh, to them sometimes you have to startle them with, right with I'm going to agree with you. Go ahead. Just kill yourself. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it almost invites a, a, a deeper trust or something. I'm not, I, I, ha, I haven't been, I haven't been in conversation with someone who's tried to kill themselves, but, but I, I could see it being a challenging conversation. And if you just throw platitudes about don't kill yourself, you know, it, it's not going to get through to them. And sometimes you have, you have to go to more extreme lengths. And so I, I just think it's a hard thing to judge oh, from, for the sure. out, from the outside. And so, um, uh, well, and the, the other thing is, is we're not all, uh, psychologists and stuff like that too. So, uh, you know, we're, we're not dealing with it on a, on an educated level like that. Now, not only that, but not all psychologists even agree right to, to the right, uh, way to deal with it. But, um, that was my other thing in this too, is, is like, I, it, you know, he, there was a lot of other issues in this one that the, they said to let, let's talk a little bit about we're going to talk about episode one here for a little bit about this one, because this is this is what this is really uh, this was Isaac was um, 
I like essentially Isaac's kind the, Kyle, the Kalon, the Android Kalon. The Kalon, the Kalon, yeah. yeah. And so he was kind of um, they, they well let's 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 just get to the beginning. They they start off in this like it almost is back to the battle scenes from uh, like mid season last year, which I I totally forgot it was mid season. I thought it was the end when the Kalons. I know, I know. It was like episode <laughs> eight, nine out of thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Where the Kalons, uh, you know, Isaac ended up having an issue. They go back to Kalon and then to decide that they're going to wipe out the, the human race to take over their resources or whatever because they were once slaves. And, you know, that was another another interesting, you know, play on things that, you know, how, how it comes out. But uh, the idea was that uh, Isaac was feeding them information, but feeding them in a way that he didn't know that was the plan essentially and he ends up saving saving the orville and and essentially uh kind of say you know isaac ends up saving kind of humankind in a way yeah he uh, he, he destroys the primary when he has been ordered to kill ty yeah you know and uh um and it it, it does they do establish that he was created after the uh right their 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 creators were wiped out because they find all the all the grave graveyards the underground graveyards of all their the billions of 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 their i mean it was it was very much like like the terminator um and how the, <laughs> right you, know, you, you see some of the futuristic stuff in the terminator about how uh, the terminators were created and they went to war with their creators and right this is kind of a, yeah well, it's very much happen? what if that actually worked and <laughs> it, it exists and so the the gist of the story is 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 that um isaac is now feeling the ramifications of his uh, thought betrayal, you know, from the crew, the crew that, you know, on the Orville, believing he betrayed him. He's also, I mean, we're also, at, they're at war with the Kalons. So he's, at this point, he is a, uh, an enemy within their midst kind of thing, you know, but not necessarily, you know. It, it's, uh, it's, it's valid though. It's very valid that people would feel uncomfortable with the fact that he's still, you know, doing the same job. I mean, I mean, I, I hear yeah. when when Mercer, because I, I, I rewatched some of the identity episode when they had the whole conversation with with uh, the admiral at the end on whether you know on because they they were, were trying to what to figure out whether or not to keep Decide. him at, right. uh, active and and it was it was Mercer that convinced him to keep keep him on board. He'll take responsibility, but it's it's very important to to. You know that, that yeah. was this notion of of keeping him around, and obviously, as a, you know, he's probably the only only key they have to the Kalon world as as far as how to defeat them. Right. Um, well, but, and he's also a huge asset to to the the ship and the the fleet and everything too, just because of his thought process and how he can do things. Sure. So I get that, but uh, and so we get introduced to the new the new character. Uh, Ann Winner's uh, character is Ensign uh, Charlie Burke. Okay, so she was Who, new. I couldn't remember that she was new. I, I, yeah, she's yeah. new. Um, they gave a, gave a little bit of her backstory about how she uh, she was she was on, she she was with someone who sacrificed themselves to to save her life, basically on a pod. She was on one of the ships that that yeah. got destroyed during the Kalen battle. So she has a a, a huge just hatred for for uh, Isaac, and and there's a lot of that that's going on in that. Um, my biggest problem with with this is is that I get I get the the hatred right you know it, it's it, it remind me if you think about uh, when the United States was in um, you know conflict of World War II 
right? Uh, you know, Japanese were interned, right? They they were they were you know because they were they were United States citizens, but we were at war with Japan. So all of a sudden, it was kind of like, oh, the enemy within our midst. And then it was like, I mean, and we talk about how fucking shitty that was and how bad that was. But yet they're going on and, and you know, at this time, it's the same thing, essentially, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, and that was one thing that the, the guy that was, had his huge hatred for Orville now didn't even, you know, he, he was he was on the side of like how wrong it was. For people to be forced to be around the Kalons now, like, like they they he they were his uh, their abusers, and now they're being forced to be in the same area with them and all this. And I was like, that's not really what it is at all, because Isaac never, never was an abuser to anybody. Now his people were, and he had turned against his people and and gave up his his place again with his people to protect all of them. So. Yeah, that, that's why I actually went back and watched some of those episodes to try to find out if, if Isaac ever actually did uh, do Never anything once. harm. Um, it, it, it almost seemed like like he came back to this family and he went along with things longer. Yep. But when he was actually in a position where he had to do something about it, you know, he chose he chose to support well, he humans. Kn- he, he actively saves a, yeah. or tried to save a guy with the, the airlock incident, right? And then that's when they start questioning him like, hey, you're not really thinking like us. And so he never I mean, he had a chance just to shut up and let that happen. But he didn't. He still put himself in harm's way right off the bat. And so it made me even I I don't like the new character, uh, the new ensign, Charlie. There's something about her I don't like. And, and maybe it's because the the. Uh, and I'm going to get into well, this, too. Well, some of the holes saw, I have. We also saw uh, Malloy you know, uh, agree with her saying he, he, he's the same way. And even, even, uh, even, um, uh, Bordas in the identity episode, he was against, against reinstating Isaac. He didn't believe, mm-hmm. or well, he was actually against him being revived. Um, was, you, was Malloy, I didn't get a chance to watch the identity again all the way through. Was Malloy against him coming, being reinstated or it was, it was when they were about to revive, uh, Isaac. Cause Isaac yeah. was, yeah, was yeah. shut down at the end of, of With the identity. EMP. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's when, when, um, uh, y- Yafit comes in and, you know, gets into his yeah. in- innards, but, <laughs> but, uh, but both Malloy and, um, and Bordas don't want him okay. to be revived. So, so they've I couldn't remember. Kind of sh- yeah, they've already shown their hand okay. right off the bat. Well, I, and that was one of the things I thought was interesting because I, uh, when Malloy says that she, he agreed with her, I thought, I was like, well, that doesn't seem like his character because he was good friends with him. But, okay, that makes more sense now. And, and you know, one of the things someone did bring up in one of those is that uh, Malloy had just been, uh, had gone through that uh, betrayal of his other friend his longtime friend that kind of betrayed them um, with the little girl, um, you know, that was secreting the bomb and he was, he became a terrorist kind of thing. So he's already, he's already been, you know, had this betrayal. So he maybe felt it a little bit that way, which is fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. But I, I just, I, I thought it was interesting that they, you know, they use that hatred and, and, um, well, it's, it's, I, I it's, it, it's a representation of bullying, which is, it, it, it was, it, it's a fair, it's fair to explore because it's definitely a, a topic that you know something that exists in our world today and i well yes yeah but and and this is one of the the points some other people brought up is that i think they 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 crammed a little too much in this one episode to try and cover both accurately or or enough 
right? I mean, it, it fell short on some of the things. And, and yeah. I love the episode, though, but it, it did. Like, they almost could have could have played this as a two-parter. Um, the the other part of it, too, is, is like, uh, and this is why I really didn't like um, the new Ensign. For one, um, on, a, on a personal funny note, uh, I have an issue with Star Trek, uh, Orville, and, and these other, uh, the, the Star Trek genre, where... They're all fucking officers for the most part. Oh. <laughs> right? And, and you know, I'm sorry, but if she's an ensign, she's not in the fucking ready room. She's not up with command. She She's she's a pissant out of fucking, you know, uh, the academy at an ensign. If she, either that or she's been busted so many times that she wouldn't be trusted with anything anyway. She, she replaced uh, Lamar, right? L or at least Lamar, engineering yeah. or something like the yeah. position that he was in before. Yeah. Okay. But that's what I mean is everybody you see is an officer and there, and there's so many low level officers on this you're like but at high level positions you're like this this don't make no sense like you know it, at least uh what was it next generation had uh, had um a chief right they had at least some enlisted people cuz they had one guy who was at least a chief which is an enlisted and it's like they're the ones that are usually out doing the work right and and every time they go on this these away missions it's it you don't send your your captain and your uh your uh I know, you right. know second in command and your third in com you don't you don't send the the but someone else brought it up and goes yeah but those are the people who are invested in so that's why I'm like I get it but it's just it irritates me when they 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 put so much on this this ensign coming in like she's so hot shit if she was that hot shit she wouldn't be a fucking ensign I guarantee it um so I she just she irritates me and the fact that uh throughout this you know um after after uh, Isaac uh, he commits suicide essentially right but Claire Claire figures that out but it's also one of those things is it's not it's not a personal choice. He he's not ending himself for any of his own hurts or or he does it because he feels that the crew is not working up to their potential because his presence. Which I also was like, okay, go to a different ship, leave. <laughs> I mean, if that's all it is, leave. No, you don't have to die. <laughs> it, well, it was just a fundamental like, um, yeah, no. If you were so smart and thought, just go somewhere else. Don't be there. Yeah, he, he he seemed to lack uh, some vision in his decision making. I thought I thought the way Claire talked to him at the end was, you know, she was treating him like a binary, you know, a robot with that 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 processed information, and and so she said, okay, let's line up the facts. You know, do you trust? You know, do you believe that I I understand the psychological? Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, where the where the crew where the where the people of the ship stand and you know she just kind of laid it all out in a much more uh, um, binary way for yeah. Isaac you know so it was which which all you know that's that's something that you you know you said that that the gentleman that doesn't want to podcast anymore on the Orville didn't <laughs> like what she had to say but she was basically treating him like you know they it was she a had, she had some things to say about about not understanding the future and stuff, but but in the end, it was basically let's let's put this at a level that Isaac can comprehend, which is yeah. you know A plus B plus C equals D, and you know just kind of defining it as a as a uh, as an equation, a math equation, yeah. No, it, and it wasn't that it wasn't that she didn't do that. It was it was the fundamental beliefs that they had her talk about were not what he believed. 
And so he was so offended by that, essentially. But, but she just, I mean, she is all about her kids and knowing how much <laughs> they, you know, want him around. Uh, well, it was interesting, too, because then we brought up the older, the older son and his, his uh, you know, where he was going with his relationship with Isaac. With Isaac. But they, they kind of gave a little bit of hope for that at the, the very last shot when, uh, when he when he walks into engineering and sees Isaac doing some. Well, that was another one that they, yeah. that he brought up to is, is how, how much of a bad parent she was because her son is traumatized by this guy, but she, she's just like, Oh no, he's oh good. He's good. He's okay. And I was like, first off, there's a part in the thing where she goes, Oh, I didn't know you're having uh, nightmares. She can't help if she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Right. So, uh, for them to, I was, I was like, it's, it, it, it really comes down to the, the person was offended by the, the thought process of what the writers put into, to Claire's beliefs, which, you know, I think worked out really well. And, in, in, in you know, yeah. it was just well, Seth MacFarlane wrote this one. He also directed it, co-directed. I think it. he wrote, I think he, I think he wrote and at least co-directed all of this next, uh, uh, season three or, oh, okay or, i think this is the only one he's listed for so far but uh but um uh I, there was that line when when they were you know telling them that telling him that isaac was being bullied or you know the the, the you know the right the, the graffiti and stuff and I, I liked his reaction where well i part of me was like oh come on you should have seen this coming but 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 at least they he acknowledged the fact that he 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 wasn't Definitely, you know, he wasn't that comfortable with the decision. He still, he still uh, thought that it needed some. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he is going back and forth, but you're right. It, it, to be that out of touch with the crew and stuff like that, but it was also, I mean, the new ensign is is clearly a bully in this situation. I mean, you, you she, know, for, well, from a military standpoint, I, I, I assume you should have been you, fucking in the brig, right? Well, I mean, yeah, there's, 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 yeah. Failed it, to it, follow orders. Exactly. Failed to follow orders. And, and I think though that the, it, it does seem like the Orville or this, this representation of the military is less strict when it, I mean, it, it considers it's not so it's not trying to line up exactly with military as as we we know it it's it's so I, I don't know he he says you're relieved of duty which at that point that means she should have been arrested for for failing to follow orders and he says okay you're relieved of duty that should have been her being escorted off to the brig yeah and and then and then she and then she just goes to the bar or or the, the cafeteria eats a pudding and then the kid comes in and says oh I feel bad it's my fault and then she changes her mind and then goes and does it it's like yeah no that that's not a good enough to like she still should have been relieved for her duty like she shouldn't just get a pass like oh I, I decided to change my mind and it, it's like they they kind of given her way too much leeway you know like I said especially for an ensign for I, an I ensign. Wonder- you know, I wonder if they're doing this just to kind of explore the fact that there are people that are going to behave this way and let's see how that affects the crew. You, you know, there's there's a lot of things that sometimes bug me about the the writing in this. It's it's you know, why don't they wear masks when they go to that, you know, in episode 2? <laughs> oh know, yeah. The fact that they just show up and they start touching things and it's like, "Oh, yeah, or, no, that, know, or that's put someone big in one. quarantine when they're in the sick bay because they're exhibiting, you know, odd behavior." Yep. It's just like <laughs> this is this it's 
It's stuff that they do because they want to tell a story. They want to talk about coexistence and how it how it affects. Uh, you, you know, they're 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 trying to get get issues out, explore them. Yeah, and it means that they don't always uh, follow the the best rules. It, instead, oh, no, for push sure. that, push the story along. Well, and sometimes it bugs me too. You know, it's like come it, on, it's it's a stupid. It's thing. not just. <laughs> It's not just the Orville. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of this problem in Star Trek too. Like especially Next the, Generation the... was like that too. Next Generation, ah, yeah. oh, you'd hit your head. Like, come on, you could have seen that coming from oh, a mile away. Oh, it, it was it was <laughs> like that. It was like that all the way through. Uh, Discovery, right, yeah. which is one of the current ones running, is horrible for that. It is like <laughs> super horrible for that. It it's so annoying. Um, I do like there is the newest one out, uh, the Captain Pike, um, Brave New World, I believe is what it's called. Yeah, you've been um, it, talking that up. So oh, I love that one. It's so good. So uh, that's one of the things um, we've we've both watched all of seasons one and two of Orville, and and now we've got this new third season that's got a new name, um, and uh, <laughs> it's now under it's now under Disney control, right? Hulu is part of Disney. Um, it's definitely got a different feel to it. Definitely got a different writing well, style, and, almost. And, well, yeah. One of the big advantages of being under Disney, as opposed to being under what were they under before, uh, Fox or something, I think. Uh, but, yeah. But it was forty-three minutes. You know, they were limited to forty-three minutes of content, and so I, I've even seen uh, Seth MacFarlane talk about the creative, uh, you know, handcuffs that uh, that puts you in it's like if you've got if, if you're trying to edit a scene and it's you know it's got an emotional <laughs> impact and and suddenly you have to trim because 43 minutes that's what it is um it 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 does kind of restrict your your ability to tell a story in the best way that you you can at the same time he, he said you have to have discipline just because you have as much time as you want doesn't mean that uh, you extending should. it out 20 extra minutes is going to mean uh, you know it could it could could bore the audience if if you if you stretch things a little so, too much but I, uh, I don't think I don't think the extra time hurt at all I I like everything they did but what I found is um, I'm I'm five episodes deep I know you only you only watched the first three that we were going to do correct um, Orville has lost something that it had in the first two seasons. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't have that fun this is Star Trek joking that it used to have. You know uh, you what know, I mean? You know, so far I haven't been that wowed by these episodes from a from a enjoyment standpoint. I mean, they make me think, but uh, but um but at the same time I look back on the other seasons and there were a lot of episodes that didn't do it for me either. It, it almost seemed like like the identity episodes from season 2 were were epic you know that was something that it, it it almost like it stood out as this is this is just really good uh filmmaking done in in episodic form so so i don't know if i want to jump to that conclusion just yet it's like they're they're telling well, their stories sometimes returning. but it's lost the humor it's lost the humor yeah that's and, I, and you know i agree and that's why i got such a kick out of of that line that I base my drink off of about yeah, right. you know getting your existential rocks off. I thought oh, there's the humor that I wanted. You know that's 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 the fun. That's it, that's it where went, you, you take this this epic idea and you reduce it to this. You know his 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 quip about you know <laughs> come on. Well, there's, I mean there's still some other ones, but they seem a lot of them seem deadpan. They're they're not as they're not as they're like little one one liner throwaways. Like I mean I, there's I, the one where Bordas is talking about getting his his. Uh, 
summer body on, you know? <laughs> Do you think that, because cause when they first uh, conceived of the Orville, it was, you know, Star Trek comedy. You know, that was how yes. Seth MacFarlane sold it. But at the same time, I think his real desire was to recreate Next Generation, you know, in in, in that, I, in I think that, you're 100 percent right. And so I wonder if he's trying to get away from the humor. Uh, of, I which... well, not only that, but uh, I've read a couple things that they were talking about Seth MacFarlane talking about the new the new uh, Orville season, and how he's it's almost like he's got a social justice warrior type mentality, where he's all there's all these issues that the world is dealing with, and we got to talk about them on Orville. Yeah. And, and so now he's, he's, you know, where he did it before, but he did it in a way that was, uh, I'm just going to bring up the questions and, and, you know, not tell you answers and not tell you, we're just, we're going to have the, the, the ideas and we're going to do the show around it where, uh, and this isn't my word. Someone else said this, that, they felt like it got a, it's it's starting to get in that realm of a little bit preachy. Like, this is the this is the question, right? I'm bringing it up, but I'm also going to tell you how to think about it, and you know, like my ways of how it should be. And I think that I mean, if 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 the rest of it carries out like this, I, I don't know if I'll want another season. Not that it's bad. Like I'm not saying, oh my god, I can't I can't watch this again. I I don't, don't want to do any more. But they weren't as enjoyable to me as the first two seasons. And like I said, I've, I've watched five episodes now. Uh, I have enjoyed five episodes. I, I, like I, I, I'm glad I watched them. But uh, they weren't to where I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to talk about these because they were so much fun and so interesting. And You know, when we talked about Picard, that, you know, I think both of us reflected about how in Next Generation back in the when we, in our – you know, we were in our 20s or teens and <laughs> 20s when that was out. And he became, for me, very much a father figure. He had he had that mm. that and, and, and so in a sense, next generation had issues and, and he always had he always had his own take on them. You know, it, yeah. so so in a sense, it was a, a preachy thing because, you know, we we came to. Trust. Well, I'm, but I'm they just, showed I'm just curious how. I think I think it's 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 fair to explore issues. Uh, I I know we're in a culture right now that uh, <laughs> that is is you know we you know we've we've used the word woke a lot and and yes I think I that, use it all the time. I think that has become uh, almost a replacement. It's a bad word. People, people, yeah, it's a bad word for for you know if you want to talk about issues, you're woke and that's not okay. And no, that I disagree with that. Okay. If but, you want, if you want to force your opinion on people about issues, well, that's, then you're woke, but that's the American way, this freedom of speech. That's, that's fair. No, no, that that's what uh, you were talking about first. The problem is, is now people are now saying that only their opinion matters, but, and that's where the woke, but don't you that's, think that's, that's been around forever? I mean, what, what, what is so no, no, that now? What, no, that, because that is internet? not, I mean, no, well, no, uh, no, it's not even that either. What happened, in, and I believe this is probably over the last, uh, I would say, 20 or so years, where, uh, and it's a lot of it's political, um, and, and these groups have become politicized, and these issues have become political. Um, 
one you have one side with one opinion and one side with the other opinion and instead of discussing the opinions they just yell at each other about their side is right but and you know you you mentioned uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up just be it's it's probably dangerous to to talk about but <laughs> but uh, you mentioned the the person on the podcast was was trans or you know or gender. Uh, no, he, was, he, was, he, he said he said it during the thing that that was one of the things. And I think that's where because he brought that up. He's like, I'm a trans male. Uh, you know, I've tried to commit suicide. Apparently, he's lost a leg okay. because of it. I, I'm just I'm just saying what he said. I, I don't I, I mean, so so there was there was a bit on on a news program I was watching that had a a trans or a a, a female athlete that was previously male. And they were okay. discussing they were discussing sports and competition and stuff, and which which I struggle with. Uh, I, I and and so I I brought it up with my wife just because she has to deal with that as a as a teacher as uh, you know she's been a, a teacher in different school districts that that have different. Mm, ideologies and so she, uh, it's but. But this idea of, you know, there's there's conversations people have where they discuss their opinions, but, you know, one of the things that when we're we're talking about these these topics, people say is, well, do your research, get your answers, find your, you know, find yeah, yeah. find the facts, and how hard is it to do that? You know, when when we go to look for facts now. You can't and find that anymore. It's yeah. it's opinions, and that's the way the news has become. The news has become so well, that, opinion based, yeah. and so and so. When I'm trying to to think about, well, gosh, yeah. from you're dealing with competitive sports, and does it is it is it fair to have you know someone who's who's got you know estrogen versus testosterone, or I, I'm not sure how it all works. But that's the thing. How do you get your information to really kind of find a, a, an answer that? that you seem comfortable with when, whenever you go to the internet or whenever you go to yeah. where are your resources, what, what are the resources to get the information to find out, uh, what, how, what science is well, about and stuff when it's always yeah. just tattered. It, it, a lot of it is biased, biased by the, the side that you yeah. believe in. And that, and that's what I was trying to say is, is, uh, and I, I don't know for a hundred percent fact, but uh, it seemed to me in the, you know, earlier, you know, 60s 70s even maybe into the 80s um people discuss things right you had one side you had another you had different views opposing and stuff like that and you work together to find a middle ground and yeah, now they, there's yeah. now there's no there's no working there's they don't even try to find a middle ground and that's where everything is now just mudslinging and, and i want to say from my own you know and i'm i'm very not a political person i don't follow media that you know deals with a lot of uh, politics you, i'm not in the government but you get triggered by politics i've been around you i, I do yeah, i so, do um i'm not, I'm not but i'm saying I'm, I'm not like i'm not entrenched in it like i don't go and read i do have my beliefs that i i, I believe in and some of them are probably skewed horribly because of you know things that i've read and whatever and and how i believe but what i what i don't what I've what I've seen is is and it started with with I want to say Reagan was is that's where it used it used to be like the politics were like hey this is what I can do for you this is what you know I'm going to try and do and then it changed to that guy's this that guy's going to instead of just saying hey let me tell you what I want to do and my thoughts do just a put down of the other side 
Mm-hmm. And that's all. Then that's what I see now. It's like like you were saying to get the information. Nobody wants to put the information out there anymore unless it's so biased and skewed their way that it, it just supports their opinion. So it's so hard to get anything like that. And then the other side is is they just bash on the others the, the the opposite belief instead of just you know here here's here's what I believe to be true. Here's my facts. Here's my backed up data. Take for it what you will. And then it's you know now it's like oh well this is what I think and this is this is true because of this and those guys are wrong because of this 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 and this and they believe this and what do you th- uh, what do you think uh, Orville I mean since that's really what we're talking about uh, um, <laughs> could have could have done differently to kind of uh, um you know I don't I don't necessarily think all of their episodes are as bad I I what I think happened is the Orville was a breath of fresh air because it was it was steeped in comedy and sci-fi and it left the comedy at the doorstep for this next season. It, 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 it brushes it like it looks over through the window every once in a while and you get the, you know, you get the one little liners, but I mean, there was, I mean, there was practical jokes in the first couple seasons. So when I was rewatching identity, you know, which was, mm-hmm. was considered one of the, the highlights of, of season two and maybe the highlights of, of the Orville. That's uh, episode eight and nine. It had very little comedy. And so maybe they were oh, okay. kind of crossing. But here's, here's, but here's what it is. is like, let's look at, let's take a season. Let's take the first two season as a, a, a whole, right? A you hole? got, uh, a, yeah, an a-hole. Okay. <laughs> as a whole, as a whole, as an a-hole, you asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you got like 20, 26 episodes, let's say, right? 24 okay. of those, maybe maybe we'll, we'll go 22 of those, are very steeped in comedy. They still have a good story with them, but there's a lot of good, decent comedy in them. And then they take two episodes that really culminate, and they, they make it a two-parter, that in this really big story, and there's still some comedy in it, they're, they're like about as much as there is right now, if not less. And so... Why did people think it was so great? For one, they blew almost the entire CG budget on those two episodes, <laughs> right? <laughs> Big, huge space battle, which we never saw in hardly anything else. Everything, most everything else was practical and, you know, the very little space battle. Um, so then it was one of those is like... We got a lot of the jokes, and then and then you get this culmination of this big epic thing, and then you're back to the kind of normal day to day, and I think that's what made it great. So why I'm saying is it's so bad now is like okay now we've got three episodes right we've watched three episodes, and they're all kind of trying to go that big they're all trying to do the finale, you know? Yeah. We're we're at a fireworks show and it's like. Instead of like an hour of like, oh, we're gonna build up to it, build up to it, build up to it, and then you know, boom, five minutes of just holy shit. No, it's gonna be like I'm gonna try and go as hard as I can for as long as I can, and you get 20 minutes of you know decent stuff instead of a, a nice long hour of, of like, oh wow, okay, you know, now it's shoot my whole wad and I'm done kind of thing, <laughs> and I think that's kind of what it is. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that one the whole way through now. <laughs> so a- episode two. Uh is to me i wrote down war of the worlds and and the original alien because aliens uh, yeah so i i had a thought on this one after after watching um watching it i was like shadow realms is the name of this shadow realms yeah Yeah, yeah. shadow realms was uh episode two to me this looked like just a filler episode that may have actually probably could have happened before um 
the first episode, which was actually called Electric Sheep, which was a, a nod to um, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, yeah, Philip K. Dick wrote, uh, do, yeah. do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I actually Runner was based on. I was looking at a Blade Runner drink for a while because of that. Uh, but uh, yeah, to me, I was like, it's like it's kind of like a, a it could have been before because all this happened and then we get we get this episode and like nobody's dealing with what just happened right there's no talk of uh, Isaac there's no interaction with him well even at episode 3 the the morality paradox yeah rarely deals with it it only deals with it i, I know there's one point where uh, charlie refuses to or i mean doesn't she well she doesn't refuse but she, but she um, gets upset when she's ordered to trust Isaac when Isaac yeah. says, you know, they're, it, those are actually Kalon ships. Un, un, oh, right, right. Something like that. And she's like, you want to trust him and stuff? Uh, which turned out it was actually part of a, this dream sequence or this this hallucination. But, I, uh, <laughs> it was, but that was the I only wish, nod to that, to, to episode one again, yeah. I wish John Lamar would have got up and just slapped her. Like, bitch, I said trust him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I, you know, actually... He he was someone that I wasn't as much in uh, in admiration of in the first two seasons. Like I liked him, but he wasn't like I'm like oh my god. He's actually slowly become one of my favorite characters. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I I've actually liked him a lot in in uh, in in the first episode. You know these three episodes. I I just I kind of like I just yeah. like him more than I did in the re you know. He's kind of come into his own. I, he he's. He put on the big boy pants, right? Now he's in charge of engineering, and it kind of shows. He's where before it was a little timid. Now he's kind of like owning it. I like that. He's also a ladies' man, right? I mean, he he <laughs> he he got his uh his uh shirtless scene in bed with uh, the new um alien um what was uh she was uh Paul Chris oh. wait what the 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 spiky girl in his bed oh that's right. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I don't have a name, but but I, I remember. Yeah, I uh, I just thought it was pretty funny because uh, you know he's like, oh, are you okay? He's like, oh yeah, just little trouble with my hips. <laughs> <laughs> like she she cut him up. Um, but that was you know he he just to me I I really like what he's kind of become in this in this season a little bit more than he was before. But like I said, Malloy. Well, I mean, there was that whole oh she can see in the fourth dimension kind of crap. I like I'm not. I'm not big on the new <laughs> the new incident at all. Um, they've also Claire has become a huge, huge. Like I mean, if you think about it, these three episodes essentially a lot have she's been kind of center point in a lot of it, more so than than the captain or, um, you know, uh. Kelly Grayson, I mean, uh, yeah. Claire Finn, Dr. Finn has been kind of point I'm center. I'm glad they moved away from her relationship with Isaac because it, for, for so long it just seemed uh, like, like... Did it, though? Well, I mean, they, they, <laughs> did did have, they did have a moment at the end of season two or episode two where it's like, oh, you don't want to sit down for, for drinks. Uh, but yeah, like, that, my God, you got to learn your lesson that, that he... It was just, horrible. He's just a program, you know. You you got you got issues okay. if if you're in love so, with the program. <laughs> someone someone brought that up, and I can't remember exactly who is. They were talking about uh, back to episode one, Electra Sheep, in the in the the death of of um, Isaac. How they were saying like maybe 
the writers think that people like Isaac too much that they like they brought him back like maybe they should have just left him dead I thought they were going to leave him dead and I thought that was a bold move and so I I was a little I was a little upset that they brought him back I thought oh that was convenient. I kind of I'm kind of with you I'm kind of <laughs> like I like I I I don't care for Isaac he kind of He's not as cool as Data was, right? He he's like Data, but not as cool. He's kind of like he's kind of like uh, the annoying cousin of Data, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, we get it, you know it all. Quit fucking talking. We don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no personal side to him. He doesn't have his oh, a pet cat. I mean, Data had a pet cat, which made him you know so much more likable. Yeah. So. You know, um, it was it was. I remember speaking of Data since you brought that up, wasn't it in? Uh, the first movie, Star Trek uh, Generations, I believe, that had that had uh, Captain Kirk come back and and oh yeah and, yeah and isn't that when Data got his emotion chip? Yeah. And and it, I don't know, it it it, it was a little weird. And I remember in um, the the neck the second movie, which was when the when the Borg come and and take over, you know, gosh, what, what's it called? Star Trek the well, I don't know. It was a very good one. It was it was one direct, directed by directed by Riker and and uh, the boy oh, right, comes right, right. back to to Earth and tries to destroy Earth. But there's that first scene where Data is like panicked and Picard looks at him and says something like, "Turn off your emotion ship." And he says, "Okay, click." And that's it. That's like they're done with it. It's like they realized that going emotional, Data going emotional, was like jumping the shark. And yeah. so we're gonna turn it off at the beginning of this movie and just. And 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 no longer address it. And I think that's kind of what I hoped with with uh, Isaac is like, Isaac. oh, they killed him, uh, and and so it was kind of like they're turning him off. That they've ended that that side of things. You're going to deal with the consequences of a suicide and see how that affects the crew. That's interesting. Oh right. But 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 then oh no, he's back. And now you got the whole same no. issues to deal with that we've already yeah. continued to. You know, we constantly are well, having to. To, to you know, you're 100 percent. You're 100 percent right on that. That would have been. That actually would have been a good thing to do in this. Is the, yeah, left him dead. Then they could have brought in a whole other crew member. You know, uh, bring in a Spock-like character. Bring in another alien that's you know very analytical and 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 make it the the Orville version of Spock, right? We got we got Bordis, who's the Orville version of you know Worf, or, or I guess not really Worf. He's, I guess he's kind of Spockish. You know, Bordis. Bordis. Bordis is more uh, like, uh, more like, um, yeah, Worf. I think he's physically and visually. But if you think about it, it, the way he talks and the way he thinks is more in line with very low emotion. Very, you know, he's kind of a mix of Worf and Spock. Ah, okay. And he's not know. a security officer, technically. Yeah, but he, he, but he still has the whole. <laughs> I mean, even at the end of morality uh, paradox when they're talking around drinks and he says, you know, it's a good day to die or, you know, he, he doesn't say yeah. that, but it's, but it's that same uh, idea. Uh, well, he uh, had one of the good jokes. He had one of the good jokes in the shadow realms uh, episode two where, uh, so let's, let's talk about that real quick. Right. The whole, the whole premise of this is a, is a horror movie style, right? Yeah. The ad, the admiral comes back who happens to have attachments to uh, Claire or not. Right. Uh, yeah. Claire. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Finn and uh, you know they go to this this deep area that they got from the um, krill you know and they talk about demons and stuff and 
it really sets up as like an aliens movie. They go in there. He gets he gets breathed on by a flower from the wall, and then he turns into a spider. Knew he's turning into a spider right away with the fucking eyes poking out above his. Head. I mean, just yeah. just knew it. Uh, and then it goes into the whole thing. But um, you know, when they figure out the way to stop them is is to basically create a virus that will kill them because their 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 white blood cells are so low and. Like well, and then Bordis is like, well, what about everybody else? And it's like, oh, it'd be like a bad cold. And he's like, I am prepared. I am prepared. You know, like yeah, that was a good line. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, because wasn't there an episode in season two where he had like a cold and he was just a big baby about it? Like it just, you know, like he he got the COVID and was just you know on his deathbed, just you know. But it really was like the sniffles. <laughs> but you're so right. They've really reduced the humor, and that's unfortunate because. You know, the, the, it, it's almost like the writers are, are all about trying to write interesting issue-based stories, and they, they, they you know, well, they, fired, they fired all the comedians. <laughs> you know? Well, Seth MacFarlane, I mean, he's he's one of the main writers on, yeah, on the but rest if of he, it. But if his direction is, hey, I want to get away from, from Family Guy. I think I it wanna... is. I think, well, I think it is, is, is he's, he's using today's dilemmas in in society and he's he, going oh we're gonna we're gonna he, tackle those he definitely th feels that uh you know we have an, an issue with coexistence we're, we're you know and that's and so that's his approach to this i mean he said that in wait, an interview so yeah wait wait till you get the uh, episode i think it's episode five he okay. definitely jumps he jumps into today's to today's issues and it's like it's not a bad issue or uh, episode i'm not i I, I'm not saying I dislike any of these, but it is definitely one that is like, oh yeah, okay, this was this was definitely something that was was written from today's headlines kind well, of thing. That's I mean, it's very much in the idea of what Star Trek was all about. You know, that was uh, the the dream of uh, you know who, who's the Star Trek creator, Gene Roddenberry. Wasn't that kind of what he wanted to to represent in Star Trek and Star Trek Next Generations was uh, a vehicle hey, yeah, that, I, that would explore real issues, but in a in a different world, and or not a world, but a different. Uh, but I also I also think that you have to balance that. You you can't you can't be real world preachy, one hundred percent of the time. You have to also stay in the sci fi realm, and and tell interesting stories instead of just preach at people. And I think. That was some of the things that happened with with some of the later Star Trek shows, you know, especially Discovery, right? Which, you know, uh, you know, just speaking of, I just don't watch things anymore. We watched the first cup, you know, probably first two seasons of those, and then I'm just like, I can't take it anymore. I, I, this this isn't even a story I want to watch anymore. I don't need to be preached to about your your your, you know, whatever your it is you're trying to tell me. Tell me a story. Tell tell me something fantastical instead of like. Just rehash real world shit with with aliens. It and this is this is where my dilemma is because you know I brought up I brought up uh, Patrick Stewart in his portrayal of Picard, who was very much a father figure to me because he had standards, he had ideals that he stuck to and stuff. But in a sense, that is preaching. That is, that is his character preaching what he believes in and. And so, but he also let other people that, tell their side. Yeah, somehow that resonated, and I'm, I think so. So I, I, I have a hard time thinking that if if a, if a if a series just brings up questions and it doesn't take a point of view, or at least it doesn't let well, character uh, explore a point of view, 
Um, it's not. It, it's because I find that the Orville is still trying to explore different points of views, you know, um, and it's not landing on one and saying this is the way it is, but it's also trying to come up with with a direction. You know, I it, I I want I want there to be a str- a strong character that makes decisions and 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 right right. So, but I don't. I think that's where it's missing. Is it? It went away from a little bit of the the. You know, you had two sides to the stories. Where now it it seemed to have less sides. It's kind of a <laughs> went, dilemma of our world right now. There aren't any figures that are considered, mm-hmm. uh, you know, father figures or you know. Oh I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to be uh, sexist by saying father figures, but but I mean, you know, leaders. There's, there's no leaders. There, well. And, but why is that? It's because there's so much, there's so much bashing from both sides. You know, we see, yeah. we used to have yeah. What was uh, what was the newsman from you know the, that uh, that was there for uh, for when when Kennedy was assassinated? He was the one on the news. Uh, Cronkite. The, Cronkite. You know the, these sort of of figures in our society that we can trust, and yeah. it doesn't seem like that's possible anymore. Um, well, that. When I was saying leaders, right, you know what leaders do, right? They lead, right? We don't have anybody leading us anymore. We have people telling us, right? Like uh, but, the difference in a leader and a boss. Well, okay, so there, there's a yeah, meme out but, there. But when you says, have a leader on this side of the field and then someone over here telling telling us that that person's not leading, they're, uh, you know, they're all full of shit. You know, they basically tear them apart. So we don't have, it doesn't seem like there's opportunities to, to, right. Well, but here's 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 that. what I, I I see what you're saying. But here's what I mean: is a leader is not they're not worried about the outside of they're, they're gonna they're gonna say hey, uh, it's, it's kind of like um, there's why, a, there's a picture a I, picture of it's a it's it's a vi- I'm trying to there's a visual meme that talks about leaders and bosses, okay. right? And the difference is is a boss is sitting behind the people telling them telling them this this and this. The leader is in front of them pulling the the sled with them. Right, okay. he's showing them where to go, and that's what we don't have. A leader is not going to tell you. But why? Why don't we? Because have that? I. That's I don't know, and that's I mean, that's kind of what. It, it that's kind of what I'm talking there, about. There are things in in our society these days that are making that impossible. That that you know they are they are only shining lights on the people that are 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 bosses. You know they they are mm-hmm. the, the people who are leaders are you know, marching to their own death or they're, you know, they're, they're forgotten. They're not, well, it's, they're it's, not... it's because it's because we've become a, a country of uh, power seeking people in our government. And, and the only way they can, they can find power is to put down the other side rather than, than to gain it by their own notoriety. Leaders so... get buried. There's no, I mean, it doesn't seem like there is a place in our society for leaders anymore because it doesn't right. get you. It doesn't. Well, doesn't okay. Work. Well, I mean, I mean, right now, if you, if you, if we just took people that in, in in today's society that I would say are close to leaders, like Elon Musk is probably one of the closest because he's not, he doesn't throw a lot of shade at other people for what they're doing. He's out there. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do the best for myself and the, and the people that want to follow me. Well, geez, this whole Twitter thing was ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to buy Twitter. Oh no, I'm now I'm not. Well, well, I mean, but I, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the thought mean, process behind it was, though. I mean, what he said but, was, is like, it's just, it's so it remains free. But, it remains, it about, remains uncontrolled. You're talking about, you know, the top, 
0.0001% when it comes to richest people well, in the world. I, I mean, he, 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 it just seems like that doesn't seem like a, 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 a well, someone, but he was, he someone was, you want to necessarily call a leader is, you know, well, but what are the, what are the other platform? His platform what are the, is billions of dollars. What are the, what are the other 1% doing? Now, not one of them is doing anything else. I mean, of all the billionaires we have in this world, not one of them has become Batman. Right, right. Well, that's what I mean. But he, he's the closest we've gotten. <laughs> he's the first one to step out for the little man a little bit because he basically was talking about, I mean, I understand, yeah, he's throwing around money. All of them do it. But he was talking, I mean, his main reason to buy Twitter was because it was be, becoming controlled by one side and freedom of speech was being was being negated. And he was like, no, look, I don't care what you say. You could talk shit about me all day long. I'm not going to fucking cancel you. So in his in a way, he was right with what he was doing. Yeah, well, he was he buying his way to it. Yeah, of course, but, but that's what fucking billionaires do. But then that's, why did he I mean, buy and it? that's all we got. Why did Why did he drop it? I don't know. I don't <laughs> follow it. I don't. I don't. That's the shit I don't care about. I got, I got too much other stuff I want to worry about. You know. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, I'm right. on Twitter, but I don't post anything on it. I'm on it just every once in a while to to see what's going on in the world and and you know boobs every once in a while because there's a lot of <laughs> boobs on Twitter. I think it's an interesting conversation, though, to, to explore why we don't have leaders anymore. Right. And, and I, because I, I don't think, because I, I don't, I, I mean, it, it's just because we've gotten of how so we, off of Orville. Well, well, no, but this is all kind of derived from from what it we've is. been watching. So it's fair conversation. I, I, it I, is. These. <laughs> okay. But okay. It so, is. Morality paradox. Uh, maybe that's it. Leadership paradox. Okay. We'll, we'll call it that. Well, <laughs> so this was this was. Um, I mean. The first episode, Electric Sheep, was was very much a, uh, I don't know what they were trying to do, reset the world a little bit of of, of this. Shadow Realms was, um, uh, I was trying to remember the guy that he was involved with. It he was very much a horror type director, and right, so he, he okay. wrote like a, this was it. This was, to me, I think this was supposed to come out, and this was supposed to be around Halloween, maybe. Like it, I think it was actually supposed to be kind of like in a in a realm of when when scary movies are out and people want to watch it because it it had that whole feel spiders and yeah. craziness. Uh, then morality paradox is that to me is as close to next generation that um, Orville has actually gotten. I mean, it seemed almost like a retread of something straight from that because when when you get through the whole thing, I mean. Incredible job! I I really enjoyed that one a lot because it it was the old school, uh, next generation style type thing where it's like fuck, what the hell's going on? And it's it's so chaotic and action and puzzle, boom, something yeah. crazy. Uh, I mean, they they go through a high school, you know, which was fun. I mean, Malloy gets his ass kicked in the in the bathroom by some bullies and gets a swirly, you know. <laughs> but then but then all of a sudden there's a troll on the fucking football field and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, then, then the then the the plane flight, like it was like what? And so this is this is when they get to the end, they talk about. Um, it was uh, you you talked about it for your drink. It's it's uh, they're from the world that that got the religion of Kelly for a while. Yeah, Kandar one. Uh, it's Denal yeah. that shows up, and and she's this she's this yeah. She, they they existed in a different. Uh, uh, Perception of time. So, so yeah, they, they went seven hundred. 
Yeah, it was it was some crazy thing. So, Seven hundred years for every thirteen days. So it had been fifty thousand years or something since since yeah. they had visited. And yeah, Kelly was considered a religious. Uh, Apparently not anymore. Right. right. She goes, oh, yeah, no, that was so yesterday. But it was really fascinating uh, what they said. I And, and, and I, I thought they had a this, – this made – I thought the episode was fine, but I really liked what they based it on, this idea of immortality creating complacency, you know? And yeah. so um, it is kind of extreme to, to put these people through death, you know, moments of, of death where they can comprehend – They can feel it. They can comprehend they can their own own death and the whole their own morality. Yeah, their own mortality. Yeah, and that's that's mortality, what they, not morality. Mortality. <laughs> they wanted to. Um, I, I may have said morality paradox at one point. No, so. I did. It was oh, me. Okay. It was me. Okay. Um, but, I screwed uh, that one up. But it, it's just an interesting thing to reflect on. This idea of immortality can create complacency. This because we are. Oh yeah, for sure. We understand that we are going to die, and that that drives us in a way. And well, uh, it takes the carrot away. Right. right, we're all we're all chasing the carrot, and if but if 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 there if the race never ends and you don't have to get the carrot by the end, there's <laughs> there's no reason to get chase it. But also, did this not remind you of a of a Q type episode? I mean, this this stunk of Q so much. Sure, yeah, from the get go. Yeah, there were there was those ones when they were going through the holodeck and the holodeck. Yeah, like like well, there's that the old there's western that Q episode where they walk into the ship and they they have the whole episode going on in the ship. And then you realize that that was just within the holodeck where they created the ship mm -hmm. within the holodeck, which is kind of what happens here is, is oh, they, for sure. they, they get out of the, uh, the paradox and then suddenly they're, they're, they're that was a great twist. Still in it. Yeah. That was actually a great twist, but this, this literally was a next generation rewrite. <laughs> it's like, Hey, well, let's not call her Q. I mean, if they would have given her a letter name, I swear to God, I would have fucking lost it. I'd have been like, you motherfuckers, <laughs> come on. Like, like this was, this was bring your kid to uh, work day and they wrote a script or something, you know? Right. Uh, but no, I mean, it was, it was good. It was, it was definitely the biggest, closest reenactment of next generation, I think. And, and, but it was done very well. I, I really enjoyed it. I, there was actually some good practical effects, um, some good story and good. The only thing is that they said they, they brought these from their, their nightmares or their dreams. Who would have fucking thought of an actual airplane from our time frame in their their world. Like, none of them know anything about real airplanes. I mean, maybe Malloy a little bit, but it just seemed a little, I'm like, in high school. Like, nobody went to a high school like that. I mean, what were they all, did they have like a John Hughes uh, film, uh, you know, rewatch or something? And that was... Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Uh, it, it just, that's where it was a little weird. Like, uh, you know, it went a little too, like... Too too old school, you know, with with the 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 terror. Like it should have been a spacecraft or something. But I, it is what it is. Yeah, a decent episode. Um, I, I out of, out of the three, like I said, you know, uh, Electric Sheep is is a straight out of today's time frame. Let let me talk to you about morality of this or that. And I mean, well, that I mean, we didn't even talk about it too. Like, there, why did nobody question should they bring Isaac back? Like. You know, well, they it's, are. It's an interesting. Yeah, they did that back in Identity. So, well, but I mean, but that was he did it to save them. This time he did it because he wanted to be gone. There's, there's the the question of like, now you're just gonna go against his wishes and and bring him back to life. I understand why they did it, but it's like that should have been a question too. That should have been a discussion. Like, 
Like, you know, he did this, you know, I understand that it was wrong what he chose because of the, the information. He didn't have all the information, which is typical of things like that. But it was one of those is like they did, that was never even a discussion much. Um, Shadow Realms was very much a, a horror film. But yet so many problems, like you said, why didn't they wear suits the first time? You know, oh, it's breathable atmosphere. Yeah, okay, but we don't know what else is down there, you know. Yeah. I in and like I said, there's no way you send your first officer, your admiral, <laughs> your doc. Hell no. You at, at most you have maybe one high-level ranking person and about seven or eight red shirts that if you lose them, you can you can go to the the the, you know, uh quartermaster and say, "Hey, give me four more. I need I just lost these guys. I need I need four more fucking throwaways." Uh, yeah. You know, and and they're all up front. Um, you know, they, we, we're not seeing enough red shirts in this that we we had in the original Star Trek, <laughs> right? There, it, it's it's one of those, um, and that's where I I, uh, I like I said that the the whole military thing. Um, I remember one time reading up on um, Star Trek uh, military terms and stuff like that because it always irritated me that they they never had the enlisted, at least the enlisted don't show up. Uh, you know. They should they should really pay more attention to that because they treat their officers like, oh you're a lieutenant oh you're the fucking top guy no really lieutenants are kind of shit, they're 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 low level officers they're they're the interns they're the <laughs> an ensign is really just a fucking fancy intern, um but the, I wish they would spend more time with some stuff like that, uh what was the other oh I just had thought of something my brain's going so fast with these. I drank a, I had a drink with uh, some bourbon and caffeine in it, so it's going a mile a minute here in my brain. I had uh, <laughs> I had a little too much cognac yesterday, so today my my, my I've been a little I've been a little out of sorts. So, so. nice. <laughs> um, oh damn, I can't even remember now. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those. Uh, I wish I wish they would have some more extras in this. Like, it doesn't have to be the same. You don't have to send Mercer on every away mission or if you do kelly never you know the, the two should be s split up it, it it would just make more sense um things like that uh i it that's my problem with some of these shows but i i you know i i get why they do it because you know you can't just keep introducing you know uh crewman so-and-so that's going to get killed and crewman so-and-so oh that, that's, that was the other thing the amount of people they lost in in shadow realms right like I know, and did they all just leave? Because because it, it seemed like, oh, we're gonna kill you all. And yeah, well, okay, how how many like, just randomly like, oh, the uh, you know, one guy gets loose and he starts making these other spiders, and now they're making more spiders, and like, yeah, how many fucking crew did you lose? And then the next the next episode, oh no, the, it's all just fine. We just we just went down to the Seven Eleven and picked <laughs> up a, another twelve pack of fucking people. <laughs> You know, it's just got a big gulp, you know, <laughs> refills. Well, but the, refills. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you you'll get to it in. I, I can't remember if it's the next episode four or five. You know, then you'll see like they have a a concert. I think it's I think it's five. Um, there there's one where they, uh, no, yeah, it's five. They're gonna have a bunch of people, and they fill the whole like there's there's, you know. 80 people in the, and I'm like, well, where were all these people when the spiders were, what the hell? You know, it's like, you choose to have these empty hallways when it's convenient. And then all of a sudden when it's not convenient, you know, the, the whole mess deck is full. It's like, 
You know, we're talking like an aircraft carrier size ship. That place with families right. on it, right? <laughs> How come none of the family? Like, why didn't uh, you know Bordis's mate turn into a spider? You know, like what they were able to hide in the room and nobody could get in. I, it just, it's it, those little things like that irritate me on the on the outside when I'm not being entertained with jokes. Like yeah. I, yeah, sometimes you know? it's yeah. I, I give them I give them a little bit of leeway when they're trying to tell a story and and they realize that all this little minutia just can sometimes is best to be overlooked if you really want to enjoy the story <laughs> and get your point across. But you're right when they're when they're not delivering on the on the humor or they're not delivering on the on the um, interesting side of things. If 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 the if the level of contradictions kind of outweigh the yeah, the they want you to think, and and then they throw things that make you think about how stupid it is. That that, <laughs> that, could, that could be a problem. Um, you know, we we did get a really um, sad moment uh, at the very very beginning. Uh, Electric Sheep was uh, dedicated to uh, Norm Macdonald, uh, right? The voice so the, of Yap yes, it. so that was shot in uh, 2019. When when did he pass away? It was like at the end of 2020. Right. Or yeah. So he had already recorded all of his he because he, he he just does voice, so he doesn't yeah. need to be there, huh? I I, I yeah that, yeah yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you said he, and I was like, yeah, I thought that's what I said. Um, yeah, no. So the, Norm Macdonald had, had recorded all this stuff, so he passed away, and it was kind of weird though. It's kind of like, why did they dedicate that episode to him? Like, it didn't really have, I, you know, but you know there's the I, Yafit is a is a great character he's usually one that's good for a joke i mean that's uh, you got norm mcdonald you you use him right he's, <laughs> he's one of the funniest men alive or god i just said funniest men alive that was stupid he is one of the funniest guys that's ever been around like he literally is is just hilarious walking i love see he's he's the guy that can take a 10 minute joke and tell you <laughs> yeah take, right take you on this adventure and in the end it's this stupid punchline that has, you know, there's no relation to the entire 10 minutes. You were just along for the ride. And, and it, it, it is, it's almost like that's part of the gag. It's like, I made you listen oh, to me for 10 minutes. I, I would, <laughs> you great. know what? Uh, I would, I would have loved any chance to, to sit and just bullshit with him. He seems like such a, a cool guy. Like, like just a road trip with him would be ridiculously funny. Like I, I imagine just the amount of stuff that he could tell you, like, he had a show. It was like a talk show kind of thing. I can't remember, but uh, I remember Drew Barrymore was on it. It's like a forty-five <laughs> minute talk, and it's just I'm like, oh my god! But the two of them just it's it's literally like that's how you hope that you sit around and talk with your friends. It's just it, it was so funny. He released a, a a show on Netflix. Just came out a couple of weeks ago, which was which he recorded just prior to his death. Uh, it was just material that he was preparing, and he didn't know if he was going to make it, so he. He recorded a bunch of material and kind of an, uh, a very um, um, low budget, uh, not not very well prepared way. But uh, but it's interesting to kind of see that that's give give that glimpse uh, right right prior to his death. Uh, but right. that's available on Netflix if if you're interested in checking. I'll it have out. to go check that out because yeah, he he is he is so funny. Uh, really incredible uh one of the other things i don't know uh if it bugged you um and i think it has a lot to do with it with uh how long it took them to um film this but uh finn's kids they uh they grew up pretty pretty quick uh like like yeah. the older one yeah he um well it's like, looks like he's 
people are going on about Stranger Things right now because oh because, that was because, me. I was telling you yesterday that's <laughs> fucking horrible, so bad. Uh, yeah, yeah what it, do you do? I mean, what you want to? The other alternative is what to recast them with with other characters, maybe. But I don't know. I don't know what to yeah. say about that. I think that's just that's just what you get when you're when you're trying to have one timeline uh, <laughs> in a, in, a, in this you know fable world and and the dealing with aging aging people and and the realities of time and pandemics and things that get in the way. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I, uh, I I totally agree with you on that. He he. It's just one of those. It's like especially going back today and watching. Uh, episodes from season two yeah and like oh my god they look so different it's like it's it's pretty bad well it's like um, with uh better call saul you know that's a prequel to breaking bad and so you're dealing with you know actors older actors old, you know, older you, actors that were younger rather than kids you're dealing with older people that you know were maybe supposed to be in their their 40s during breaking bad and they're supposed to be more in like their 30s or something in in uh Better Call Saul, but instead they shot it the, the following decade, so they're they're in their you know fifties instead, playing thirty yeah, right. year olds. But they chose not to to they they chose not to really address it. They just like oh we're not going to do any de aging or makeup or anything like that. Like, <laughs> the audience can figure it out. They know what's going on. They uh, we're just going to try to tell some good stories. And so that's yeah. what I think it's all about. If you can get some good stories, good content, and I think I'm I'm fine to overlook aging. <laughs> So um, with with season three, right? Uh, whatever the new name is, it looks. Oh, jeez, I just had it. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a hor- horrible time. It's like quantum. What new horizon? Quantum. What are you talking about? What what is it? What is the the season three called? New horizon. Uh, new okay. New horizon. I thought it had a quantum. Uh, like, they got a new engine. Quantum something drive. Oh oh okay right. So there's ten episodes. Uh, ending with the one that's called Future Unknown. So, what is your expectations, or what do, what do you think is going to happen in the next uh, n- seven episodes, essentially? That, or, or what is it you hope happens in the next seven episodes? Because I mean, I, I think with ending with Future Unknown, I think they know, and I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was only set up for three seasons. Yeah, well, that's hard to tell with with so much that's, that's happened over the last few years, it's, and you know it changed. Uh, Never mind, scratch that. I was thinking Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso only is going to have three seasons. This might have more. Ted Lasso's only have three seasons. I didn't know that. Really. Yeah, Ted Lasso. When they when they uh, when they wrote that and started that, they said, "Yeah, we're only doing three seasons." They they had the whole thing sketched out from the get go. Oh, interesting. So okay. I. I, I was totally. I was like, I knew it was one of the shows I loved that only was going to do three seasons. I thought it was Orville, but I was wrong. It's Ted Lasso. So maybe maybe there is more. But besides all that, what do you want? What is it you expect or want to see in 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 this this new uh, ten episode season? You know, I'd like them to make some some more drastic decisions. It seems like they always kind of fix things per episode. Um, you know. So I, I think I was, it was unfortunate they didn't get, you know, well, that that Isaac didn't stay <laughs> stay deactivated. Stay um, I thought that was an an interesting uh, that could have been an interesting addition, uh, but that's that's a hard decision to make when it comes to casting and stuff. But I think it, it it those sort of decisions I think 
make the make the the series more interesting when you're actually having to deal with something that impactful. I um, I I'm with you. I would have liked to seen Isaac go away. But I don't know. I mean, I I uh, I I prefer the episodic uh, series, the ones that don't get so caught up in a in a overarching storyline. You know, I like I like that they're doing different styles of of you know you you mentioned season, uh, episode two could have taken place before episode yeah. one and i don't mind that i think that's kind of that's that's interesting because then it's more about what what story you're telling what what's the idea behind it um i i want them to explore ideas without you know being too preachy like you said but at the yeah. same time i i like seeing uh decisive decisiveness when it comes from to from from people and uh so you can see what where that takes you i don't know though i don't know what i want to see um i well i agree i want to i want to see that i want to see the the issues brought up but i want to see more than one side to them yeah um and i want i want each side to to have an equal feel like i don't want it to we said no. preachy i want maybe they do an episode from a, a Kalon vessel and basically just do the entire episode from their, oh. their point of view or a krill or something like that, where you're actually, rather than being with the Orville, you're take you're, you're going with another world that's been created and you see their point of view. That'd be interesting. I mean, that'd be hard to write. I, and, and actually, well, cause you got to create characters I, that you get emotionally attached to in just such a short, short yeah. time. But. Well, season season or episode four, you, you might be into episode four a little bit. Okay. Because we get we, we get a little bit of it's it's a it's an interesting take on some shit that happened before and you're like, Oh, oh okay. 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 Uh uh yeah, no, it, it definitely it delves on and actually I mean in, in episode five, episode five is like Episode five might be one of the better let's let's talk about today's events in a in a different context that okay. than I've have seen in a show I, it's very interesting in in you you'll I think you'll enjoy them both okay. I think they were both better than electric sheep um so yeah I, I agree with you I I want to see them get back to the old Orville I want some I want some just I almost want some potty mouth humor I almost want some just yeah. ridiculous like clown shoe shit you know I want I want the the practical joke where where Isaac takes uh, Malloy's leg you know, because he doesn't understand practical jokes. You know, I, I, I wanted to get back to to way it used to. I mean, it was that was what was so interesting is it was it was sci-fi. It brought up issues. It dealt with some serious stuff, but it also cracked jokes the entire way. Yeah. Um, kind of like what it's like being around your 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 good friends, where you know, you yeah, you probably say some shit that you shouldn't to each other because. Oh my God! It, well, yeah, if they're doing an episode. You know, Electric Sheep was all about suicide. That must, you know, it's not easy to to throw a whole bunch of jokes alongside that sort of a topic. But boy, if they could pull it off, that would be a feat. But well, you're gonna, I mean, you're going to get people pissed off regardless, and so they got. Well, I mean, yeah, oh yeah. Well, that was the, the 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 guy that decided to no longer watch Orville because of it from uh from that other podcast from the the Panda Vision. Um. It is it is what it is, but I actually think if you can bring levity to it, but still talk about real issues, you know, it, everything doesn't have to be so serious. Matter of fact, sometimes it's it's easier to to break the ice 
to get people to open up, right? Not everybody needs to have their walls up. Throw a joke in there, blow them walls up, and they're like, hey, let's just be real. It, you know, it, it's one of it's it's the hardest things to do, and, and it's one of those things that, like, really good um, speakers, you know, find a way to to remove that, that you know, wall around them so people feel more comfortable with them, that, that, that they can talk about real stuff. And I think that's what Orville did in the original two seasons, the first two seasons, is they... They made you laugh. They made you think, oh, okay, these guys are just like me. These are my friends. Like, I'm hanging around with them. We're talking, you know, farting dick jokes. <laughs> but we're dealing with real shit. And, you know, but that's a, that's what it is. And, 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 you know, now it's like, oh, no, we're not. We're so serious. Everything well, is this. May, maybe they've got access. Here's here's a suggestion. If they can get access to Norm MacDonald's repertoire of, of, <laughs> of, of comedy. Because if you get Yaffet to come out and tell, a, tell an off-color joke, Right. People, they'll, they'll they'll be like, oh my gosh, that's not appropriate, and yet and yet it's coming from Norm Macdonald. So yeah, what are you gonna do? Cancel him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, exactly. So it's almost like he's, he's a good vehicle for for taking that that dangerous, <laughs> dangerous step into comedy and suicide oh, in the same. I would uh, <laughs> love it. Yeah, like literally, they should have had had Yaffet come in like after they found out he killed himself, and he was like, oh well, I want his quarters. You know, (laughs) like I got dibs on his shoes kind of thing, you know, (laughs) like make, make it a little, you know, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. See, I should be a writer. I should be a writer on Orville. Uh, I'd probably get fired right away, but I should still at least give it a shot. (laughs) Yeah. And people are probably in fear of, of being fired or canceled if they, if they start offering that side of things. And uh, so, Yeah. Yeah. But it would be interesting. I, that's what I'm hoping is it gets back to its roots, right? Right. It gets back to to what Seth MacFarlane is. He's, I, it's almost like he's trying to, tr- <laughs> he's like trying to be serious. Uh, I saw that look. That was funny. Well, this is that you know I was talking about my drink not being that great yeah. because it, I thought maybe it was the bitterness from the from the uh, lavender, uh, the lav yeah or the lavender or actually what is the the the. Um, the Negroni. What's the? I can't remember the bittering agent from for uh, for this. Oh, uh, the the Campari. Campari, right? But actually, I'm just drinking a little bit of that Quattro, or Quattro. Sorry, Quattro. That that hemp infused sparkling uh, carbonated water. That, sorry, and it it sounds hideous. It has it has a horrible aftertaste. So, which is exactly what what I didn't like about the drink. So it's this. Crap. Gotcha. So it's right. But it seemed like a key ingredient because that's where uh, the recipe came from was one of these drinks. So I, 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 I well, yeah, I had I, to include it. <laughs> well, you know what it was? It was someone at the, the company goes, we got to get people drinking this. How can we make it taste better? And they're like, well, fuck, mix it with this stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, people are thinking, oh, I'm going to get high off this because it's hemp. And it's like, no. No. It's well, like it's THC a CBD. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, they have the they have they do have those that have THC uh, in them. But I think that's a CBD one. Uh, I was just at Bottle Barn today myself, uh, getting a rum and some other uh, stocking up on some other stuff. And I saw those. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of bummed they didn't have my uh, my coffee uh, my coffee liqueur my grind. They were all out of it. I'm oh, okay. I'm I'm almost out. That's one of my fun. That's one of my new go tos. I'm not a nice. coffee guy, but I love that grind. Stuff is good. <laughs> um, so first three episodes, uh, there 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 could be a lot to talk about. I mean they. If you enjoyed seasons one and two of Orville, 
uh, you probably will still enjoy it because you you do have the same characters essentially. You know, we got a new character um, in the new um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Ensign. Charlie. Ensign Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Uh, she's the new uh, Charlie, Charlie Nav- Burke. Yeah. Yeah, navigator, or I, I guess she's the helm. She's not the navig. No, no, no. She's the navigator. Uh, Malloy's the helm. Um, so she's the navigator, which, you know. Once again, they brought an ensign, so she's either really horrible at her job if she's still just an ensign, um, especially if she already has served on another ship and all that. Yeah, um, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not enthused about her. Uh, she's a great-looking person, right? Character-wise, she looks cute. People are talking about they think that her and Malloy are going to end up in. You know, they're going to have some sexual attractions between them. I hope not. I really don't. I think I kind of like him just as the player he is. I, I kind of well, like. Didn't Scott Grimes and and Adrian uh, Palicki get married and divorced within between like season two and three? <laughs> I think there was uh, some. I do. I do remember reading about. I think I talked to you. I might have even talked about it on the the episode, one of the episodes. But I do remember reading something about that. I don't know if they got married and divorced. But uh, I know they were going out. I thought they were still going out, but maybe not. Um, now I'm looking it up. Yeah. Uh, married 2019 till September 2020. So. Maybe. I mean, maybe they got a yeah. divorce. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe that maybe this, this third season broke them up. Maybe it was just so horrible that they couldn't they couldn't deal with each other anymore. I don't know. Uh, oh, separated, separated, 2020. Separated. Okay. okay. Yeah, I said September, but no, that meant separated. <laughs> Sorry, uh, married in 2019 and separated in 2020. So, uh, yeah, so quick. It's, it's Hollywood. So we're it's, in the midst that, of that. We, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I've been watching the episodes and watching the two of them if they were in the same shot. But I think these were uh, uh, filmed. Most of this was filmed early, early. You know, late 2019 and in the beginning of 2020. So. Uh, um, I don't know if if they I'll, I'll have to keep an eye on on the uh, the scenes that they're you know, in together and, and if I see any. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't blame Scott Grimes. I I think I think uh, Adrian Paliki is is she's she's a hot one. I don't blame well, the other way her. around too. You heard his voice when he starts singing. Scott Grimes has got some. So uh, I know I know you ha- I know you haven't got I know you haven't got there, but uh, Bordis has a uh, a um, a singing portion of an episode coming oh, up and uh scott grimes was talking about the fact that uh uh the actor that plays bordis um that's uh peter Mac- uh Macom, uh-huh mac i'm fucking that one up but apparently he is not a singer uh but scott <laughs> grimes is but yet they had they had bordis be the <laughs> the guy that does the singing and he's like he goes i don't know if that's just like despite me or or they're just trying to fuck with him <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Um I you know we didn't even talk about, you know, they got the new little the starfighter, the little the little uh what do they call it? A uh, Terran? Is that what it is? Yeah, but the little yeah. ship, the little fighter ship and he does his little thing and he goes after the drones, which is a cool scene. Was it needed? Me. I don't know. A lot of CGI for, you know, they could have put that to better use. Uh, but I'm hoping it pays off later. Like I, um, you know, I know during the big battle in uh, Identity, they had the the fighters from the the Krill were out there kicking butt in that in those because I just went back and watched that he was flying a Krill vessel, 
uh, doing some damage. And so maybe maybe they'll have something with it. I thought, you know, uh, you know, it is what it is, you know, and maybe they use that to, to showcase the new ensign, you know, because she can think in four dimensions, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> you know, right. I, I'm not impressed with her at all. <laughs> She's very pretty to look at. But other than that, I'm like, you're a piece of shit. I don't like you. No, I, I, I get why when you talk about how, you know, your military background and, and you oh. know, there, there's something to be said for chain of command and orders and, and you don't just, you don't just, uh, well, just I don't like no. bullies either. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't like bullies. And, and, and literally she's introduced as a bully. You know, she comes it's back almost, and then she, she's the one that stays. It's like, okay, I'm going to have a conversation with you, but it, well, no, she leaves like, and then comes back. I know. And then, and then, and then says, oh yeah, okay, this is what it's about. And then she just like hits him hard. It's like, I'm going to, you know, this was all just a setup so I could kick you when you're down yeah. and, and exactly. But it's uh, like, it's like, bitch, you don't even know. Like if, if it wasn't but, for him, you'd be dead too. But they also tell her story, so we see where some of that might be coming from. But, but I, I get it, I get it. But you, okay, your past does not give you a carte blanche to bully someone else. No, no. But it's 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 fair to I think introduce a character and explore a character, and maybe maybe they'll try to convince. Maybe she'll come around, or or or. I could care less. I per. I personally could care less. I kind of hope she doesn't. I hope. I hope. I hope Isaac has the chance to save her, and he goes, "Nah, bitch, I'm done," and walks away. Like literally, I I, I kind of hope he goes, "Yeah, I got feelings too." Did you feel that one? And walks away, and and she doesn't recover. Whatever. Do you, th do you think people in general are, aren't worthy of redemption uh, that are like that? No, no. I I I I I'm not saying that. No. Okay. I, I think she has potential, but I just. Right now, I don't see anything in her that wants me to redeem her. There's nothing in her that I'm like, oh, she ha she, we, she needs to rethink her her life and do. I just, <laughs> she just seems to me, she seems to me like she's always had it easy. She she kind of seems like like the you know the the snotty cheerleader that always got her way. You know the you know she just oh I'm smarter than everybody else, so I get the easy A and I don't have to work as hard because I can see in four dimensions or whatever. You know. I can choose to do what I want and I can tell the captain to fuck himself because I don't have to follow rules. That's, I mean, that's what she seems to me. So like right now I don't see a redemption for, I mean, everybody has a potential to have redemption. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say she doesn't, but there's also people you root for and people you don't. I'm not rooting for her right yeah. now. I think there's a lot of people in our world right now that, that have sides that are ugly like this. And <laughs> I probably well, do too. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of the inf so so I want to I want to I want to just throw that out there that I think it's it's worth keeping not not jumping to conclusions you can you can judge someone based on what you've seen but uh, but I, I mean, we need some more tolerance I you know sometimes ah. you know our friends are, are the ones that can get away with the most crap because because they're, they have a special place in our heart, and you know. Oh, you, for sure. You could piss me off sometimes, but but I'm, I'm, I'm always going to be there because I love you. But 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 I mean, that's I, I'm. It's 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 interesting to explore a character, uh, introduce a new character, and to right out of the get go, you know, you you're not interested in them. You're you you don't think they're they're worth well, it, worth it. I I, th I I I think you should add. I I, I think it's 
it's fair for First them impression. to introduce a character like this. No, I agree. I agree. They, they're doing First this impression. on purpose. They're setting you up to not kind of care for her. But uh, but I think I think as a society, it's important that we. I actually think you're. I think you're wrong. People, they're they're using her to set up that that that. I'm a tough person. I'm a I'm a I'm a go getter. I'm an individualist, and I think on my own. Like I don't think they're putting her out as like someone you you dislike. I think they're kind of putting her out of persona of a lot of what you see today in 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 the media in the in the influencers in the political realm where it's like i i'm gonna buck the system and stuff like that and i'm gonna i'm gonna you know i don't care what you say you're not you're not you know you can't tell me what to do doesn't that i mean the fact that you have so much hate for that person or you know it's almost like (laughs) it's like you're a bit offended and you've got to you're kind of being triggered by oh i am i oh i am i don't care for her at all okay but you said you said friends you know friends can friends can get on your nerves and piss you off but you still got your back because they usually have earned that right through other right. actions right right they haven't gotten to that level and that's what i mean is she's coming in you know, pissing you, know, you off but they have but she's not she hasn't put the work in to be at that level what was it that claire said uh was it oh um when, when she was talking to Isaac at the end of episode one you're also a person and you're here with us and it's a lot harder to hate from close up Oh, and, oh, yeah. And good, I think that's interesting because, you know, it's just like how we judge people. It's easy for us to judge and to hate, uh, you know, people who are on TikTok and, and influencers are, are, and things are, like that. Are you pointing Are you pointing at me right now? Is I'm pointing at us. I'm pointing, at, I'm pointing at, <laughs> at our society and how easy it is to extend our... It is, you're right. Something that because it's separate from us. And so I think, I think if... We were to get to know her as 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 a person, and then True. then seeing even that side, there there is still something that I think we should we should welcome and, and make. Uh, well, that know, that it, goes back. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is, and and it goes back. It goes back to um, the unwillingness to to look at another side, right? It's unwill the unwillingness to to hear the other side's point of view, and find a middle ground. Right, uh, it, it it definitely is that, and and yeah, I I mean I say I don't I dislike her as a character. I don't hate her. I mean she's a helms, she's a helms or a, a navigator. She's not important at this point to me, but no, but I think it's easy to extend those sort of you know triggering emotions towards someone that we don't we don't know. And I think I think our society is has has propped up so many people because of internet and social media that, that oh, we're, so, for sure. we're so distanced from that, that it's a lot easier to extend those feelings of, of hate and judgment and stuff like that because <laughs> they're not a part of our life. They're just a part of our world that we can look at and see and say, my God, that drives me crazy. And that's where well, we, we, we push our, our, our hateful emotions. And it's I don't just, know. It's, I don't know if it, I don't know ahead. if it's a hate. It's more of like, um, you need, the 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 statement comes up what have you done for me lately right <laughs> and i don't i don't mean i don't mean in a physical sense and i don't mean in in you like you haven't given me money you haven't but you haven't done anything to my emotional growth right you haven't you haven't said anything or done anything that that makes me go oh that makes me think like she literally hasn't had anything Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, other than kind of like, like, why would you say shit like that? Like, literally, like, everything she's done has kind of been on the negative. So 
I, I get what you're saying, but that's what I mean is like maybe maybe that's their point is they're gonna they're gonna build her up. And, and this is what's weird is is like almost all of the other Orville characters, the main characters, right? You know, the main the main command crew, the main bridge crew, um, they all have come with some kind of likability from the get go. But I don't know what her likability is other than she's the cute little white girl. But it's also it's also, uh, you know, when you have a gang that that you're comfortable with and suddenly there's a new person from the outside, we that that's often often a we jump to this. this thing. <laughs> they, don't, they don't belong here and it takes. So maybe it'll take a season where we get to know her and start seeing how she relates. And maybe. It well, OK, become, well, maybe it'll be. That, a, that's a good better. point, because uh, we have um, uh, Talia, right? She replaced. um your the other, the, <laughs> yeah, right. In 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 the beginning, she we were kind of like, ah, oh, she's not as good, but she's worn on us. So I I, I uh -huh. see what you're saying, but they also didn't bring her in and say like, oh look, let let's have her fucking fight with Bordis right off the bat. Let's let's have her dis, you know, tell tell Kelly to fuck off. You know, they didn't they didn't bring right. her in with with so much negativity. Right. So, so maybe, I mean, maybe that has a little bit to do with it. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with her. Like I said, I am, I'm at this point where I, I, I could give or take her. Like, yeah. I think, so. I think you're, you're calling out the the lack of humor so far is a, is, a, I really think that's, that's well, that's, right that's, that to that's me. right on. That's something that, that this season is, is missing and it does change, change what it is. It does, it does feel more it like, does. more like, uh, you know, a, a, a traditional Star Trek yeah. that's, okay. that's much more kind of ingrained in issues and not about the. So the, and here's here's what it is. It's it's not next generation. It may be not even Deep Space Nine. It's it's getting more into uh, you know Voyager and and Discovery and and Enterprise where they're a copy of a copy of a copy and and you know it just degrades over time and it it doesn't have anything original anymore right you know what i mean it where the first two seasons the comedy was the original part like yeah you're 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 retreading stories with a different spin on them of of what star trek had done before whatever star trek version of it but you're adding this comedy which makes it fresher and newer and, and more interesting and you just you left that at the dock when you when you launch these next you know this next season these last couple episodes and it's like well now you're just retreading the same bullshit again with new characters it's like okay so it's nothing new anymore so you know yeah yeah I I hope they find the funny I really do and Seth MacFarlane is I mean that's what he is he's he's a funny guy I, I mean so I hope they get back to that and but. From interviews I've read about and heard people talk about, um, and a little bit I listened to, I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold my breath on this one, right? Because I would turn blue, and and I I don't look good blue. I kind of look like that <laughs> uh, girl in uh, uh, Willy Wonka that turned into the blueberry. You know, it's a uh, problem with the bald head when you turn Violet, blue. Violet, yeah. <laughs> Violet, Beauregard, I believe, yeah. Yeah, or uh, what was Veruca Salk? Oh, was what, that who isn't it? I want to say that's that it was either the actress or the character because I remember reading something about that, but uh, it was a band name and it was based off of that character in some way. Well, uh, she was the one that she was the one that wanted the golden egg and she got right yeah. from the golden goose. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Violet Beauregard was the one that blew up into a big 
giant. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Very. I, I, yeah, you're right. I, I gotta, I gotta brush up on my uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory uh, <laughs> uh, knowledge. Oh, that would be a good one to do. That'd be a fun one to do, like the original versus the the Johnny Depp remake. The Willy Wonka and the Cho- Chocolate Factory versus Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think the book yeah. was called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but but the Gene Hackman was was all Willy Wonka. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> well, so if I'm not mistaken, here we go on another tangent. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, the the second the the movie was based off of like a second book or like a, a retread or or like it wasn't even the original. If I'm not mistaken, I could be completely wrong. It's happened I, once before. Yeah, I think you might be wrong. There was a second book, but I okay, I, but. I thought the second, I thought the movie was tread off the second book or something like that. The first one, like just based, was just based on him getting into the factory, and then the the second book was the. Shit! Now I can't remember. Now I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of what we're gonna t- cover next, uh, episode one thirty seven, we're gonna go back to the theaters again and uh, catch uh, Top Gun uh, Maverick because it needs a little bit more money. It's struggling in its uh, theater uh, release. <laughs> Um, it's having issues uh, not making uh, you know top dollar every week, uh, killing every other release. So uh, we're going to go back to the theaters and watch that one more time at least. Right. And then we're going to come back and talk to you guys. Uh, we'll probably uh, talk to Bo uh, again and see if he wants to jump back in. And, and uh, we'll, we'll do what we do. And then, um, yeah, we're going to cover uh, Maverick, which, which, you know, it, it needs to be covered because uh, – it is it is killing it in the box office as much as I joked about them needing the money it is it is doing <laughs> it and uh, it'd be interesting to talk about why uh, great movie so uh, I'm I'm actually interested to do it again uh, I don't know what my drink is this time but it might be rooster based okay I'm just gonna <laughs> gotcha <laughs> I know we're going I mean... that yeah doodle <laughs> well, I figure if I'm going to do an egg-based drink, I mean, uh, it's got to be a rooster. It's in, I've got eggs, so I don't know why I keep ro- – no, I'm never going to put an egg in a drink. That's so gross. Roosters I'm don't not- lay eggs. <laughs> no, they lay the chickens that lay the eggs. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, I just uh, – no, I, I'm, I'm super excited to do that one because, uh, for one, I'm, I'm excited to go see it again. Uh, I'm I'm headed out to Vegas tomorrow uh, for martial arts uh, test tournament and and uh, weekend of fun. Um, so I have a, a Wednesday day that I'm getting ready to uh, prep for my test, and then uh, I might have to go see because there's a movie theater in the hotel there. I might might have to just take a couple couple hours break and go watch that. Uh, Love and Thunder. I was gonna say yeah. that. <laughs> I was gonna say you're gonna see Maverick over I, Love and Thunder. Well, okay. So here here's um, I looked at this. Test starts about probably six o'clock, five thirty-six. <laughs> the first showing of Love and Thunder is at four, so there's no way I can see it before the test. Unless you so want if to I'm going to test, you know, you know. Um, I don't know. Third degree black belt, <laughs> four and Love and Thunder. I mean, it was a toss-up. I, I yeah. mean, I've only worked, you know, what twelve years or whatever, ten years to get to this point. You know, what's 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 another couple years? Um, so no, but I was looking at. I was like, well, the test wraps up probably around ten o'clock. I might be able to make an eleven o'clock showing, but I'm probably going to be exhausted and tired. So uh, I'm I am going to try and watch Love and Thunder for sure. I I. I I want to see that movie so bad. Uh, so I'm going to try and find a way to watch that while I'm in Vegas. If not, I will watch it as soon as I get home and as soon as I have a, a, a minute free when I get here. 
Um, but yeah, so next week we're gonna do Top Gun Maverick. So I think, uh, uh, you know, I would if you haven't seen it, I suggest go watching it. Um, especially if you listened to our last Top Gun episode and thought that was fun, uh, or have seen the movie and thought that was good, definitely go see the new one if you haven't. Go see it again if you have. Uh, ch- uh, you know, uh, Tom Cruise needs the money. Um, he's, That's right. He's just... <laughs> I mean, that guy is just always nickel and dime and everything. I mean, just look at his outfit. He's he's yep. just he fifty needs percent money. of proceeds go to Scientology. So if you support that gig, then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you just lost half the people that were. Coming. Um, no, you know, I I heard that he's 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 sending them off to you know uh, to support you know uh, spay and neuter or something like that. That that'll get more people. In All the, right, he went. He's the going seat. the Bob Barker route. I got it. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but yeah, I'm I'm looking for that. You know, buzz the tower. Make sure you see it. Uh, check out Orville um, episodes one through three. We covered. We will probably be back to cover some more. Um, Depending on how deep they are, uh, I think we'll probably we may cut them down to you know one, two, three. Ep- you know, three episodes is a lot to cover in one episode uh, of of how we see it. So we may cut them down to a little smaller, depending on how much we want to talk about them. But uh, I I think we will definitely cover the rest of Orville just because we 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 did the first two seasons. We got to do the rest. I mean, um, it's yeah. not Picard. It, it, it's it it's definitely better than Picard for sure. <laughs> um, and having watched, or I, I'm trying to watch Picard season two. Trying to watch Picard season two. Okay. I'm just gonna say. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, oh, I, I got to. I mean, it's it. It's one of those things I turn on when like I don't want to really put any extra effort into it. Uh, if you are a sci-fi fan, Star Trek specific, check out Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Um, they're on. I believe it's uh, Peacock. Uh, or Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus. Okay. Uh, it is, it is the best Star Trek since Next Generation. Hands down, um, I will say it one hundred percent. It is back to episodical, uh, very likable crew, uh, very interesting stories. I very I really enjoyed uh, season two of was it Dis- what was the one Discovery Pike, w- the one that Pike where Pike started yeah uh, it's Discovery he started in season two and it was like oh he was an interesting character that's, there and that's uh, the best season of that one yeah the rest of that the rest of that series is shit it's okay. horrible uh it is it is really good I mean we got Spock mm-hmm. Spock is in this uh it uh, Ahura uh, as a as a cadet no less incredible Wait, you got spock in the new uh, pike the really yeah well so he was he was uh pike's security or uh, science officer when uh kirk took over so okay yeah yeah so that's that that holds up to canon and uh Huera was part of that that crew too so it, it holds up it i mean they're they're doing their their research and they're they're laying it down it's and it's it is fabulous. It is so so good. It is what Star Trek's needed to be since Next Generation. It really is. Um, I, I would put this on par with movies. The the as as far as entertainment. Okay. Not maybe not a scale, but as far as entertainment for sure. Um, yeah, definitely definitely good. Uh, as far as what else we're watching out there, uh, I've been watching The Boys. I've been watching Strange uh, Stranger Things. I've been watching. Uh, uh, Umbrella Academy. None of them are living up to what they were in the past. So 
Well, before we get to Maverick, the I think it's the 11th is when Better Call Saul comes back on AMC Plus. Ah. So, so that's my uh, that's that's my drug of choice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till it's all I'm gonna wait till it's all finished and then I'll go I'll go catch up on it all. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I did with that's what I did with Breaking Bad. Yeah. I think I I watched Breaking Bad. Uh, I think the final season. I think I started watching it. Uh, so. Um, and then yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, I, there's, there's. I mean, shows out there. Uh, I did see a pretty interesting one. I think it's Netflix. It's called The Princess. It looks uh, pretty interesting. It's an R-rated, uh, uh, kind of a, a flip of Disney on its head kind of tale, where the princess is gar- are, uh, guaranteed to marriage to some prince, and she decides that she's not having it, so. Uh, she goes fucking ape shit on him and starts killing all, all these people and stuff like that. It, <laughs> so it's, it's it's brutal and bloody, bloody, like but it's anti-princess. like anti-princess. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like like I you know no, you're not just gonna marry me off to some fucking creepo and and literally it's it it looks it looks like Tarantino got a hold of a Disney film and said nah let's flip this on its head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, could be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anything else you're watching there, Steve? I watched Pieces of Her, which was a, a series, I believe, on Netflix. Oh, I'm watching um, Jeff Bridges in, uh, I think it's another Hulu one. Uh, the, it's called The Old Man, where he plays. Oh. Um, you talked about that yesterday, yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It's it's not it's not funny. So if you're looking for your Seth MacFarlane comedy, <laughs> that's not the place to find it. But it's uh, it's it's an interesting. It's he's like ex CIA and he's on the hunt. Uh, he's being hunted by CIA now, and and uh, he's got a past. You're learning more about it as as it goes. Um, and I think they're they've got about four episodes out right now. So. Let me ask you this: Did you ever watch uh, Only Murderers in the Building? No. I've heard it's really good. Uh, it's got Steve Martin and Martin Short uh, along. Oh, and with, Selena uh, Gom- Gomez. Yeah. Right. Um, I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. I just haven't actually talked to anybody who's watched it, so okay. I don't know. I mean, it's like, am I just catching, you know, rumors that are, you know, ads, or am I actually hearing good stuff about this? So um, I, I that's was one a that huge I Steve Martin fan in the '80s, but oh my god, and Steve. and and and, but there got to be a point where I thought he <laughs> he just he jumped the shark. Yeah, or maybe it's just like you know, you should have taken a bow and, and said, okay, uh, <laughs> drop the mic and, and, and step away. I thought his, it got, are you talking about father of the bride or uh, cheaper by the dozen? Which one are you talking well, about? Uh... Like, no, like father of the bride two and cheaper by the dozen. Well, two, oh, and when the sequel started, well, anytime out, you throw a two on there. Yeah. Well, that seemed to be man. where he, he got kind of stuck where it was this, uh, old style. Of humor. Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I I agree. I think it was a uh, it was uh, Father of Bride three that really cemented me, and he's like, yeah, okay, you're just doing it for this paycheck. But, but I've got you know I've got his uh, he he put out an album with Edie Brickell where he does uh, his banjo playing, and that's really good, and that's something. Oh that was, right. You know maybe six five or six years ago. So so he's done a lot of more recent stuff that isn't stuck in the in the comedy realm, and I I just think it's it's tough to see uh, his aged comedy compared to his original comedy that was so so fucking hilarious and it, oh yeah so, pretty much anything pre early 90s is is 
over the top funny. So and then with yeah. him, I appreciate that he's gone into other genres. He's done some writing and he does some music and stuff like that. But I think the comedy it's 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 not what it used to be. So uh, uh, so so I was a little resistant to seeing this, uh, but who knows. <laughs> I, I agree with you, but I have heard good things about it. Um, yeah, he, he is literally one of my favorite people as far as in comedy. Uh, but it, a lot of it stems from his early anything prior to uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. You know, that's kind of. <laughs> yeah, I loved him in Cheaper by the Dozen. I think he's great. Uh, but yeah, anything after that, it kind of gets a little like even Pink Panther. I was kind of like, uh, eh, yeah, Roxanne, one of the best. <laughs> Roxanne most hilarious. is brilliant. Yeah. But Pete yeah. Panther, he, it was like he took a character that was, you know, a Peter Sellers character that was really, yeah. uh, and he turned it into something that was a little too slapstick and campy and, and yeah. yeah and campy and childish and and it, it it wasn't it was a choice you know uh, my my daughter loves that that movie at least the first one so so again oh Pete Panther yeah that's funny so it's uh, could be just you know the imprinting what, imprinting imprinting it it. yep the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I think that's it. Uh, I don't. I, not much else to talk about Orville. I mean, there, there's there's much deeper issues. We didn't we didn't hit on all of it because we're trying to cover three three episodes in one single podcast and not go fourteen hours long. Um, like I said, uh, I listened to a couple today that really talked about that first one um, because I think it's the most emotionally um, tied of the three. Um, the other two definitely have their place. They're very much sci-fi. One is more of the horror genre. And one is definitely that that next generation Q reboot kind of thing. Uh, both both have great places in it. Where the first one is definitely kind of new ground, essentially. But it's also one of those where it's 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 more of a today type sci-fi thing where they're dealing with today's issues and and not necessarily. I, I don't know if they hit all the marks on it. Like I, I think there was some other stuff that could have been. Like I said, we both we both agree that I think Isaac should have remained dead. I think it would have been a a, a better a better outcome. To boldly than, go uh, where no android has gone before. Yeah, I'm kind of you know it's it's one of those that is like I'm, I'm, and I know we're getting back into it a little bit, but uh, <laughs> it's almost like quit quit retreading characters from the the other Star Wars. Like he literally is just a data reboot, right? We don't we don't need that. I I, I don't. I haven't talked to anybody that was like, oh, my God, Isaac is my favorite character. He's so fucking cool. No, he's kind of annoying. Like I said, I, I mean, there's no there's no growth in him. There's nothing there's nothing about him that that brings you in where I think like uh, Lamar, he, he's grown from season one. And, and now he's he's kind of he's he to me, he's actually become one of my favorite characters. Mercer started off incredible. He's kind of backed away a little, you know, um, Kelly Kelly Grayson, the 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 first officer, very par- powerful, very incredible too, and and she's getting getting. I want to Seth MacFarlane is is almost taking a step back. Like Mercer is now a background character. Okay. Where the where I think the rest are kind of getting there. I think we're gonna see a lot of first person character stories with other people other than Mercer. Uh, you know the doctor Doctor Finn has been kind of front and center with Lamar in the last couple. Uh, Bordis, it gets one with uh, Grayson. That's kind of front and center on them. Okay. So uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll cover we'll cover them. I'm sure uh, we've got a lot of slots between our MCU as we we finish up the movies on those. Uh, 
We got we got uh, four more movies to cover before we finish the MCU. Endgame going to be a big issue. Going to be a big, big, big episode. I'm sure. Yeah. Was, yeah. But... Uh, probably probably second to uh, uh, Ragnarok. I was going to say probably, yeah, <laughs> Ragnarok. That's just going to. I mean, that's going to launch it off the charts right there. Um, talk about gushing. I probably will gush. I might. I might cry a little. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see if we can make an interesting podcast and throw you for a uh, loop and try. Well, to... <laughs> no. Okay. I, I I still have some issues with Ragnarok. Good, okay. It is, there is no perfect movie. Ragnarok is close, but it's not a perfect movie. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's it for this one, uh, uh, episode 136, uh, covering Orville, season three, episodes one through three. Um, thanks for joining us. If you're still here, rate, review, and uh, subscribe, as Bo would say. Um, email us at the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or just want to tell me I'm an idiot or you want to thank Steve for being here because he's always here, uh, whatever it is. <laughs> well, I figured, I mean, if anybody's going to write in, that's usually going to well, Steve's so right. No, you're an idiot. And I was like, yeah, that's probably what I would write in an email. Um <clears throat> Make sure, uh, make sure you uh, also try to join us on our Facebook group. Uh, I think it's private, so uh, you just got to send us a link uh, or find me on there. I'll, I'll let you in. Or we also have a um, the HWSI podcast on Instagram. Come check it out. Uh, I post our drinks and, and uh, other show notes, I think. Yeah. I think that's and, about it. And, and, you know, we covered a lot of issues and, and kind of went went <laughs> through territory that can be you got to tiptoe a little bit. But but I think, you know, if you, if you were offended by anything we say, I, I think keep in mind that that we're just trying to explore a lot of these topics. And that's sometimes the best way you, you learn about them oh, is, is, is 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 and shout here... it out. And I know that we're recording and we don't edit this stuff. So yeah. it comes out as as we say it. So if we say the wrong thing, you know, you can get on our case. If, if, we, if we if we blow it, you know, hold our feet to the well, fire. But 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 know that we're we're, we're trying to be thoughtful in, in what we're saying. So. And, and here's the thing. And, and unlike a lot of people today, we're willing to have dis- discussions. Mm-hmm. I, I have my opinions, but by no means do I think that everything I think is right. I'm going to say 95% of it is, but I'll still have that conversation. And, and <laughs> I'm, I'm going for the joke. I hope you guys don't. I, I, I will never tell anybody what to believe. Um, I will tell you what I believe, but I will never tell you what you have to. Um, it's, it's all about discussion, and we need to get back to that. And uh, we need to find common ground. No one is 100% right ever. And that, and that goes for me, too. Yes. Um, yes. So, Noah, um, is, is he, he is our new leader. We're just gonna follow him down that that leader path, and uh... oh my god, oh, there's 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 uh, I I don't want to call it a meme because it's not a meme. It's it's like a, a fucking motivational speaker. It's like, you know, uh, it's protect those that stand behind you, uh, fight with those that stand beside you, and uh, follow those that that lead you into battle or something like that. And it's it's a very it's it's much better than that. I I'm not uh, articulating it correctly, but it's one of those. It's like, man, it just that that thing that you know fight for those that stand behind you basically the ones that that need your protection and, and the ones that need you to stand up for them stand by those ones and fight with them that the, the stand up beside you that that are fighting for the same goals and and uh and it's like follow and back up the ones that are, are leading you to the right direction and, and it's like man it's it's so cool i prefer the unmotivational speaker posters you know the ones that are like, <laughs> that none of us are in as smart there. as all of us or, you know the things that are just 
yeah it could be yeah my whole life is supposed to to be a, a warning to others you know and it shows the, a sinking uh, titanic or something like that but, but <laughs> I, I that's kind of what we're looking for in, in the orville a little bit too is is the, the oh for approach. sure so. exactly yeah no it just it's just one of those ones that it resonates with me and stuff yeah. like that because i i you know that Viking mentality a little bit in me. Ah, I'm like, oh, that's right. I fucking <laughs> take the front lines, take it to them. But yeah, yep. it is what it is. All, All right, right, cool. Well, that's, that's Orville. Thanks for joining us. And with that, hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Good night. What does that mean? <laughs>